The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. 15, 64, 50, 80, 90, hey, hey! Hey, you guys. Oh, my God. And welcome to a very Brady podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Tag. And with me, as always, is the other host of the show, Jimmy Clyde. Hello, hello, hello. Hiya, pal. Hi. And on this podcast, we celebrate classic, iconic TV shows as we break them down one episode at a time. What we do here, Jimmy, as you know. Yes. We take the episode. Yes. We about rig it down. Yes. We let it borrow our car, but then it disappears, calls, and is actually hundreds of miles away after only minutes of being gone. We then take the words of an employee's wife to greenlight a major ad campaign. All for you, the listeners. Seems plausible. Mm -hmm. On today's episode, we're going to take a look at Bewitched, Season 3, Episode 19, entitled Supercar. If you haven't watched the episode, please feel free to stop the podcast and go watch it before continuing. You don't have to, but it might be a hell of a lot more funny if you do. Bewitched is available to stream on... Oh, Jimmy. What? It's available to stream on me? No, 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 no. Oh. It's available to stream on... uh, Amazon Prime! (laughs) (laughs) That's always fun to say. (laughs) (sighs) How was your week? It wasn't too bad. Fine as wine, kind of chatty. You know what I'm saying? No. It's been a while for brought back. I haven't heard that in a while. Hell yeah. No, it hasn't been too bad. It's been kind of relaxing. Easy week. How about you? Uh, my week is all right. Nothing too exciting. Just normal work and then not work and hanging out. You know, that's about it. Normal work, but exceptional play, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> if you were close, I'd nudge you with my elbow. No? Nah. <laughs> right. Right. No? Yep. Yeah. Hell Yeah. All right, so this is where we take our first... No. (laughs) (laughs) So I got to live vicariously through you. Why? Because I'm married. You have to live podcariously? (laughs) So this episode, Darren, like, really loves this, like, supercar, this futuristic supercar. Yeah, he, like, sees it in a magazine, because everybody knows when a guy has a day off, they lay on a couch and read a magazine. (laughs) Well, this was the 60s. What was he going to do? That's true. Yeah, it's not like you go on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) So he's sits in Red's magazine looking at the supercar right. that he likes this futuristic reactor mm-hmm. Mach 2 mm-hmm. <laughs> car. <clears throat> and that's his dream car that he gets. So do you have your own, say, reactor Mach 2? Yeah, but mine's a motorcycle. Mine's not a car. Um oh. it, yeah, if my wife was like, here's a blank check. Go what you go get what you want. Well, for my belief on cars, like I irritate my kids by this because if my wife was like, okay, here's a budget of a half a million dollars. Go buy a car. Yeah. I wouldn't buy a car, you know, because you can get 10 really nice $50,000 cars for $500,000. <laughs> so I would <laughs> yeah. go out and buy like two really, really nice pickup trucks and two really nice SUVs and two really nice sport. I would do it that way. Um, mm. But my, my vehicle that I've always wanted and it's funny because I saw one on Facebook Marketplace for thirty one hundred dollars. 
And it's a, a 1999 uh, Kawasaki ZRX 1100. I've wanted that bike for a long time. Mm. That's like my dream bike. That's like my Lamborghini, you know. Um, yeah. But Kawasaki just came out with another one. It was the uh, the Retro RS, um, that 900 RS. Uh, that's the one I really want. That's like a $12,000 bike. But So I, I don't really have expensive taste when it comes to vehicles. Hmm. Yeah. I guess you could say I kind of don't either because, you know, I'm – I still kind of want my DeLorean, man. <laughs> you know, yeah. even though they're garbage, but, and they're not the, I mean, they're. Well, I mean, they're not garbage anymore. Affordable. Well, I'm now not, that the new DeLorean came out. I'm not even talking about the new ones because the the company, I shouldn't say the company, the DeLorean yeah. Motor Company is a, is a company. They still make cars. Yeah. Today, you can buy a 2023, 1985 DeLorean, like freshly right. made. Uh, they're out of Humble, Texas, where ironically I used to live. Mm-hmm. And um, what they've done was they took out the carburetor and put in uh, fuel injection, and they kind of redesigned the engine a little bit. So now it puts out way more horsepower than it used to. It can actually like get out of its own way now. Um, it can actually just get up to 88 now? <laughs> yeah. I think the top <laughs> speed originally was like 103 or something. Something ridiculous yeah, it like very that. very high. Um, but yeah, now you can buy one and it runs better. It's more reliable, that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I just, I would think that'd be really, really cool. <laughs> My wife told me that the only way we can get, the only way I can ever have one mm. is if I make it look like the time machine. Right. Like, that would be awesome. Seriously? And she's like, why would you drive a DeLorean? They're so ugly. Why would you drive one if it doesn't look like the time machine? I'm like, right? <laughs> Another thing yeah. too, like when they first came out, like just a regular DeLorean, like like for the movie Back to the Future, like they lowered the suspension, which yeah. it looks so much better with lowered suspension. It does, yeah, and uh, it looks so stupid when it's not. So, but I yeah. think now I remember I don't know was it like probably ten years ago? No, it's probably longer than that. Close to twenty years ago, I was like I went on the Texas website, and mm-hmm. you can like build it on the website, you oh, know, yeah. like what yeah. you want. And I was just like, oh yeah. And it's oh, yeah. like original parts that you're using too. Like that's, it's a yeah. legit DeLorean. It's not like a, a DeLorean that kind of looks like it. No, they bought all the tooling equipment. They bought everything from DeLorean. Yeah. And uh, you can like build it how you want it. You want lower suspension. Yeah. Like hell yeah, you want lower you suspension. You want a bigger engine. You can put a bigger engine in it. Yeah. And it's called like, do you want automatic or stick? Like really? Yeah. yeah. Stick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on now. And uh, so it was kind of cool. But as far as more of a modern car, um, I still really want like my <laughs> my Dodge Challenger. I know it's mm, maybe yeah, yeah. cheesy or or what's the word I'm looking for? Um, cliche, kind of cliche. cliche. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the last year they're making them, so if you're gonna get one, you better get one. Well, I don't care. Even like if I had the money to do it right now, I wouldn't get a brand new one. I was I would go as I would only go as far back as 2017 because I was okay. really looking into these like a few years ago. Right. And the 2017 is like where they had like certain options that they didn't have from before. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if I had, you know, a blank check, like you said, of course I'd go yeah. for like the Hellcat and all kinds of shit, but, and I don't yeah. even drive fast. That's I mean, if thing. I could, if my wife told me you can have any car, but it, it can only be one, only you only get one, it would probably be my 79 Mercury Capri or my 74 hmm. AMC Hornet. It'd be one of those two cars. Hmm. I mean, I would hire an investigator, see if they're still around. And if they are, <laughs> how much money are you talking? I'll give you hundred grand for it. I don't care. <laughs> you'd be the worst negotiator ever yeah because it'd probably be like you can have it if you can get it out of the driveway (laughs) ten dollars chores that or i would i would pay to have my kz1000 ground up restoration Hmm. so that's i'm more i'm more into nostalgic stuff which i mean i think a lot of car people are 
you know, if he's, when you see an older guy driving like a 57 Bel Air, it's probably because like his dad had one and that's the kind of car he learned in. And then his dad sold the car yeah. and he never said, now he owns one himself. It's, it's usually cases like that. So for me, yeah, it would be, you know, either my Capri, mm-hmm. my Hornet or my KZ. Yeah, I was watching recently a video of uh, Tim Allen. He was going through his car collection. He's got a weird car collection. Yeah, he's got like normal, like he had like a couple of, <laughs> what did he have? He had a, one of those cars, um, Chevy. Uh, Impala? Yeah, he had like a couple of Impalas. Like, like <laughs> who collects Impalas? Like nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? It's so weird. Look, here's a Gran Torino. Okay. <laughs> Monte Carlo. Remember those cars, Monte Carlos? Yeah, yeah. I remember I those. those. Were, I heard, thought those were coming back. Maybe not. I thought they were. Yeah, yeah. Remember when they came back with the, the Plymouth Prowler? Yeah. And then I don't think that stuck at all. I think everybody was like, cool. Like, you want to buy it? No. Like they came <laughs> out with a, um, um, what is it? A Ford um, Monte Carlo. No, it wasn't the Monte Carlo. It was the Mercury Grand Marquis. But it was, um, <laughs> it was I think... Um, um, supercharged and it, they called it like the Panther. Well, it's the Panther platform, but it's that they called it the, the Mercury Panther. And it's yeah. like this supercharged, really fast version of it. That was kind of cool. <laughs> and then like Buick put out one too. That was, um, had a bigger engine, but it had some kind of weird name, but I can't remember what it is, but, hmm. yeah. but Tim Allen, he wouldn't own a grand national. He would own like an Oldsmobile Cutlass. Like, okay. Like you could have a really cool one. Like why, why do you have that? So. I think my grandparents had that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Is that an Aerostar? Is like, that yeah, the car? But that, it's got the six cylinder instead of the four. Like, Oh wow. Okay. Isn't that, isn't that the car that you said my sister had? Probably. You rode in? It was a big car like that, but it was man. I'd never seen one that was manual. That's what blew me away. Uh, I was like, they yeah. made these in manual. She's like, well, yeah, <laughs> it's right here. So, <laughs> What's your, here's a question for you. Okay. What what's the the most favorite car you've owned yourself? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I would probably say my 2004 <laughs> Toyota 4Runner. Then say it. Okay. Um, Jimmy. Yes. It would be my 2004 <laughs> Toyota 4Runner. Very nice. I had like the sport package on there. Right I had on. like the hood scoop. I had uh oh man it was I had like surround sound speakers and like the six or the eight. Um, I want I'm not I'm not sure I want to say I don't know. I even had like a mounted subwoofer in the back too that like just boosted the audio and it was awesome. And I even had some cool features that I never even got a chance to even try. Like what? (laughs) Because I didn't have kids back then. Like it has like the I guess it had like um. You know, wireless headphones and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and hook that whole system up because in the back too, in the ceiling, the back seat also had access to the radio and they could do stuff. But I never had kids back then, so it was just, right. it was just me driving around this Forerunner. Um, but I love that freaking thing. Yeah, the, I mean, the vehicle I drive around is kind of a piece of shit now. So, I mean, I have a 2003 Forerunner. Oh, so. <laughs> looks. <laughs> Similar to mine. <laughs> no, I thought you'd be like, what are you talking about? No, no, I have the, uh, the two thousand. I love my forerunner. I have a 2003 forerunner yeah. and it's uh, the limited edition instead of the sport edition. You know, it's you know, a couple levels up. You know what I'm saying? Like the eight instead of the six, you know, did you have like the, uh, the running boards on the side? Yeah. Lit up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lit up. Yeah. Yours didn't have lights on it. So you could see in the dark. No, I don't think so. Mm. I don't think you did. That's because you had a little sport edition. Hmm. What about <laughs> the fender flares? Were your fender flares painted the same color as the vehicle or were they black? Fender flares? Yeah. 
What are fender flares? Well, like, you know what? You know the front and rear fenders? Yeah. They had pieces of plastic on there. And on the limited edition one, it's painted the same color as the vehicle. But on some of the other models, I'm not sure which ones. On some of the other models, it's just painted black plastic. I think mine was just black, I think. Yeah, mine's the the same color as the vehicle. (laughs) So that's kind of neat. I have that thing in the stereo back in the talk that you're talking about, but I don't know what it, I never knew what it was until just now. Honestly, I had no clue what the hell Mm -hmm. that thing was. I asked the kids, I'm like, what does that say? And they're like, it looks like something about the radio or something, but we couldn't figure out what it meant. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you ever use the burger tray? Huh? Oh, yes. Yes. I tell you in the middle. Yeah, that's actually what it's called. It's called a burger it's, tray. It was but I did, but like it's not as useful as I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. There's one in the back seat too. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was such a great vehicle. Are they still making the forerunners? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man. It's the only SUV you can buy where the rear window rolls down. I know that was so awesome. So I still have that. And you can roll it down with your keychain. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and also, did you know you, you you know the drink holder in the front? Yeah. Did you know the divider removes to make it easier to clean it up? Oh, yeah. Because I yes. always had to clean that out. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you know that it yeah. had a hidden glove compartment? There was one inside the glove compartment yeah, or something, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Did you did know you, about the, the, the plug inside, the deep inside the... Yes, I love that. I use that yeah, thing all the time. I did too. Did you know? <laughs> There's also one in the back too by the, by the door. Did you know if you um, if you push the seat all the way up and push all the seat, push the passenger seat all the way up as close to the dashboard as you can mm-hmm. and then recline the, the front seat, the whole front seat, back seat makes into a makeshift bed. Oh, oh right, right, right. I don't think I ever did that, but I think I heard that or something. Yeah. I've went through on mine. I have the same, you know, kind of stereo. I had the same kind of stereos. I replaced all the speakers inside it and then put an aftermarket amp for the sub underneath the, the driver's seat. So mm-hmm. I had to do the thing. I have uh, aftermarket rims on it too. Not aftermarket, but I have rims from a newer forerunner on it. So, yep. And I have this, you know, I have the V8, which is more manly than a little girly six cylinder you had, but that's okay. You know, <laughs> who's judging, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I remember, uh, after that vehicle, I bought the, <laughs> I thought the Toyota FJ cruiser was going to be cool. Cause like when that thing first came out, I was like, the thing is mm, kind of ugly, but then they started yeah. growing on me and I was like, I don't know. I kind of want one now. Um, it's not as cool as a forerunner. <laughs> the visibility in that thing was terrible. Well, what's funny about it is, um, that thing really, really, really kept its value. Like if you want to buy one, because people now are comparing them to the um, Land Cruiser, because they're that's kind of Cruiser FJ Cruiser Land Cruiser. Look them up now. Like the one, the one that you had, I guarantee you can't get it for less than twenty grand. I guarantee it. Holy shit! Yeah. Um, what was kind of neat about it? What was kind of funny when I was buying it? Um, I looked at another FJ Cruiser and it had like black rims on it because the FJ Cruiser I was right. buying was black and black mm-hmm. rims on this other one. I was like, can I get the black rims? Like that looks pretty awesome. And he's like, I mean, I could, but that would be a downgrade from what your rims you have now. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, never mind then. You should have told him. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. If he was like, well, it's a downgrade, and was it affect <laughs> your bottom dollar? And then about what the customer wants? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but um, ended up uh, didn't have that very long. But I really missed the uh, Forerunner, though. Yeah, I love the Forerunner. Every time I drove it, I felt like a brand new car. Yeah, I had that thing for years. We've like, got a two thousand, I think two thousand eighteen or two thousand nineteen Camry, and then we have the I have the two thousand three Forerunner, and I'm telling you, man, like the the Forerunner runs as good as a Camry. But mine only has 160,000 miles on it, which I think they're good for like 400,000 miles or something insane like that. So, yeah, I love it. And I didn't have any kids, like I said, when I had that thing. So I kept that right. thing spotless. It was always fucking clean, like brand new on the inside. Did yours have the uh, sunroof? Yeah. I yeah, never used like, it though. With the weather. Oh, I use mine all the time. With the yeah, weather like it like is, it. I roll down the sunroof or open up the sunroof, roll down the back window and it just crack the front windows and it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Love it. I don't like sunroofs because... I don't like the sun. It's trying to kill me. So <laughs> when it's a really nice day, I open everything, the back windows, front windows, the mm-hmm. sunroof and the back, And it's like riding in a convertible with a small top on it. It's awesome. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> All right. So we've, uh, bonered ourselves about cars long enough. We pretty much bored all of our listeners. And <laughs> we bored our listeners. Like, tell us more about your forerunners. <laughs> <laughs> Could you talk about 12 minutes on one specific vehicle, please? <laughs> Two specific vehicles, thank you. Mine's yeah. an 03 Limited, and Tax was an 04 Sport. Hmm. Yeah. Sure wish you were listening. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this is where we're going to take our first break, and when we come back, we're really going to break down Bewitched in the Supercar. We'll be back. Hey, Gen Xers, get the news and podcasts that matter to you on Rediscover the 80s. Each week, hosts Jason and Wyatt deliver two shows that will connect you with the past. First, listen to the 80s weekly newscast with retro pop culture headlines from the world of movies. They are actually trying to reboot the naked gun with liam neeson streaming transformers earth spark what did you think man it looks interesting but it looks like it's another spin-off of the risky bots collectibles and more they made tina turner into a barbie then listen to memory jogger featuring memories from the 80s and early 90s we're gonna spin the old randomizer tonight are you ready i'm ready let's spin it oh <laughs> a big one Transformers and GoBots. Star Wars. Ooh, we might be here a while. <laughs> Robin Ooh. Williams. What a tribute. Yeah, Robin Williams. Ooh, oh, man. grandparents. Michael, Michael J. Fox. Fox. PSA commercials. PSA commercials. Ooh, okay. Listen to both shows now on Rediscover the 80s. Search now in popular listening apps or stream from your browser at rediscoverthe80s.com. The 80s Weekly and Memory Jogger. Two shows that will help you rediscover the 80s. And we are back. Yes, that was a good break. (laughs) That's a good break. That was a good break. Uh, so we got Bewitched Season 3, Episode 19, entitled Supercar. Let's get into it. So the facts about the episode are first aired on January 19th, 1967. Damn. If we would have waited like another six days, we would have been like the anniversary day. Whoa. 24 years. No, 34 years. 
44 years, 54 years. I can't remember. <laughs> Lord. Yeah. What is it? 54 years? I think. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Yeah, that sounds about ago. right. Uh, it was written by Ed <laughs> Drist. It was like an auction there for a second, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this episode was written by Ed Drist and Soul Sax. <laughs> Sax. <laughs> but I guess Soul Sax is the uh, uh, Sherwood Schwartz of Bewitch. So. What's, what's his last name? Sax. <laughs> <laughs> and it was directed by William Asher. I wonder if his wife loved Sax. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people love Sax. <laughs> According to IMDb, <laughs> the green car in this episode has also appeared in the funny feline felonies in mm-hmm. 1967 as Catwoman's car. Mm, okay. Whatever that is. To celebrate the 15th anniversary of the Hartford Autorama in Connecticut, Gene Winfield built the futuristic reactor. The car featured an aluminum body, remote controlled doors, hood, and top. In a Corvair Corsa flat six engine. Mm. With so much public interest in his new reactor, Winfield decided to take it to Hollywood and show it around the various movie lots and offer the car for future shows or advertising. Mm. The car was a hit and many of the current stars had their pictures taken with it. Eventually, this led to TV spots in Bread and Circuses, whatever that oh, is. Oh, wow. <laughs> Star Trek. <laughs> um... And the freeze, Mr. Freeze, Mr. Freeze, <laughs> chill out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for John. <laughs> um, so I did a little, a uh, little bit of a deep dive um, on the car. I actually looked okay. it up on. There's some YouTube videos of this car. It still shows up at shows. Oh and yeah, stuff like that. yeah, so that's for sure. Neat. Um, here's a breakdown of the vehicle. It's handcrafted aluminum body. Oh damn! Sequential taillights. Oh shit! That's like the Mustang. Electric doors. Like the Tesla. Electric hood. Oh. Electric <laughs> roof. <laughs> Front wheel drive, air-cooled, turbocharged Chevy flat six engine, putting out 180 horsepower. Wow, Tack. That's amazing you knew that. <laughs> I was just saying, I don't remember writing that. Oh. Is that real? Yeah. It has a Chevy the- engine? Yeah, the Corvair. Oh, I don't know. Connected to a 1962... <laughs> Citroen? How do you say it? Citroen? Citroen DS ID drivetrain? Mm. I sound like, man, I sound like I know what I'm talking about. Four-speed transaxle. Wow. Inboard disc brakes, four-wheel independent liquid air suspension, flesh pedals, optimum battery, Mm-hmm. Height adjustable hydro pneumatic suspension, which raises the car from four Four inches mm-hmm. to nine and a half inches. Gene Winfield owns the car to this day. It was last seen in the Pebble Beach Concours de, uh, in 2017. What is it? Delegance? Concours de Elegance. It's like the oh. biggest car show like in the United States. Mm. Yeah. And uh, he still runs his custom shop. And apparently 70, he's like 70 something well years known. old. 70 he's something years old and Homeboy still runs his custom shop. It's amazing. Yeah, I guess if you're into cars and shit, you know who the fuck Gene Winfield mm-hmm. is. Apparently, he's got oh, yeah. a, a name. So, uh, and also one thing I found that was funny is the lady that played Endora. Yeah, her name is Agnes Moorhead. <laughs> why, why, why is that funny? Uh, Agnes is just an old lady name. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no offense to any Agnes's out there. <laughs> no, I don't want you Agnes's to be offended. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Moorhead. <laughs> oh yeah. I didn't even notice that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus and baby Jesus. All right. So you ready to get into this? I am ready to fade in. Oh, yeah. All right. So we fade in. Oh, shit. Our story opens up with Sam in the kitchen making breakfast for Darren. She brings him a plate of strawberry waffles to the counter. She says, voila. Darren sits while reading a car magazine, looks up and says, hey, strawberry waffles. He puts the magazine down to make room for his plate. As Sam sets the plate down, she says, in honor of this historic occasion, Darren, a little confused, asks, Honey, just because Larry gave me a day off in the middle of the week, there's no reason to get historical. Mm. Sam says, well, go ahead. Say what you want. But to me, this is a day to remember. A Mm. day of significance. Oh, shit. Darren says, you know what I think the significance is? Sam shakes her head. Darren says, he's going to ask me to work the weekend. Mm. Hello, Peter. What's happening? Um... I'm going to need you to go ahead and come in tomorrow. So if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay. Exactly. Yes. Sam says, well, live for tomorrow. You work. As Sam goes back to the sink, Darren says, Samantha, what have I done to deserve you? (laughs) Then all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, Sam's mother and Dora pops in sitting on the counter and says to Darren, nothing. And you don't. Oh, shit. Right? Sam turns around and says, mother. (laughs) She mother. Mother. (laughs) Darren goes to get up and says, well, I better run or I'll be late for the office. (laughs) Sam runs over and says, wait a minute, Darren. Now, let me explain. Sam turns to her mother and says, now, mother, (laughs) Darren's off today. (laughs) And Dora looks at Darren and says, (laughs) I thought this was funny. I think you're just now noticing it for the first time. (laughs) Darren looks at her in disgust. Sam says, sweetheart, why don't you go in the living room and relax? Darren scoffs at his mother-in-law and leaves to go relax in the living room. Oh, shit. Once Darren leaves, Sam says, mother, just once, can't you be nice to Darren? And go ahead and take the first step. You'll find out that being nice really isn't so painful. Hmm. And Dora just nods in agreement and says with disdain, Oh, all right. Sam smiles and says, Good. You know what I noticed in this scene? Hmm. Uh, talking about the extra Sam. She has a nice rack. <laughs> I got a feeling that I'm going to go, Hell yeah, she's fucking hot. And you're going to be like, No. No, it was in the, I don't know what you're talking about, but the kitchen and behind her, there's a spice rack on the wall behind her. And it just. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, what were you thinking? Like, what were you talking about? Uh, I just like Elizabeth Montgomery. I think she's so. Uh, I would have figured, you know, beautiful. with your cooking background that you would have also noticed the spice rack. I did not. I not no, Any okay. scene with Elizabeth Montgomery, all I notice is her. So I don't think she was that great. I, I don't know what it is. I just think she's gorgeous. To me, know. she was like that aunt that your friends thought were hot, and you were just like, yeah, I guess, <laughs> if I wasn't related to her. like It was that kind of feeling. I don't know. 
Hmm. <laughs> anyway. um, <laughs> um, I really don't care for the lighting in this. To me, it felt very Alfred Hitchcocky. Hmm. Yeah. It felt really Hitchcocky. Yeah, <laughs> Hitchcocky. Um, what was wrong with it? I don't think I noticed. It's a lot of shadows. You no. Know? Oh. I mean, I don't know if they're going for that kind of creepy look or whatever because she's a witch, but I just I didn't care for the lighting. <laughs> huh. For well, a comedy, it was very dark. Yeah, I get that. So, I got a question for you. Do you know why the strawberry waffles on his plate was such a surprise to Darren? Like, when she brought him over, he's like, no, I didn't oh, notice that. Wow. He was just like, whoa. No, I have no idea. Mm-mm. Because when she was making them, he couldn't smell them. <sighs> Robert Reed was right. See? Hell Confirmed. yeah, Robert Reed was right. Yeah. Why does she bother cooking if she can just, like, wiggle her nose and have it just be done? I don't know. There's a lot of questions I have like that in this whole hmm. show. Okay. Yeah. Because I think she wants to, you know, be human, you know. Okay. All right. All right. Scene two. Out in the living room, Darren lies on the couch, continuing to read his car magazine. Just then, Andorra, or Agnes Moorhead, <laughs> walk, <laughs> walks up to him and says, Darwood, dear boy. Darren looks up from his magazine in annoyance. And Dora goes on. I think it's time we had a talk. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Exactly. <laughs> Darren, not really feeling it, asks about what. And Dora says, I mean, I think we should have a better understanding. I just want to bury the hatchet. <laughs> Darren sarcastically at. Did you get that reference? What? That bury the hatchet. No. It's from Dumb and Dumber when they're in the. Oh. When they go up to um, sea bass, oh, yeah, whatever you yeah, want, yeah. I'll have the waitress bring it right over. Anyways, um, <laughs> that's right. Darren sarcastically asks, "Where?" Mm. And Dora gives a look of disapproval. She looks down at the magazine that Darren is reading. She spots the car on the cover and says, "Ooh, isn't that darling?" And Dora is pointing to a green futuristic car on the cover of his magazine. Darren says, "Oh, it's a reactor Mach 2. And Dora asks, tell me, would you like to have a car like this? Darren sits up a little and says, sure. But even if I could afford it, I couldn't get it. It's not on the market yet. And Dora looks at the picture once again and suspiciously asks, really? Hmm. She looks at Darren and says, well, then close your eyes and hold out your hand. Darren says, no, that's okay. Last time that... (laughs) Last time I did that, when I was in college, I ended up having a handful of monkey brain. (laughs) No, thank you. I don't remember that line. If you know, you know. (laughs) No, he didn't say that. (laughs) Darren, not really trusting her, plays along and does what she asks. I remember that one time I got you with this. (laughs) What? And I was like, close your eyes and hold out your hand. You were so pissed. Anyways, it was like when I was like, hey, open your mouth and stick out your tongue and close your eyes. Remember that? <laughs> no, but you got to get down on your knees. Um, <laughs> once his eyes call. are closed, he holds out his hand and Dora does magic hand motion. Then it claps her hands together. This causes a spark in Darren's hand. He jumps and then looks in his hand and Dora smiles really big in excitement. <laughs> Darren notices that he now has keys in his hand. He asks, what's that? And Dora says, those are the keys to the car you wanted. Darren looks down at the keys in his hand and back to Endora, like he has no idea what witchcraft is. <laughs> <laughs> Endora says, 
Come on, Char- Charm Boy? Yeah, that's what right. Come on, Charm Boy. Let's go see, huh? She motions to him to follow her to the window. Darren, very curious, jumps up from the couch and follows her to the window. Darren pokes his head out of the window. You know, that's open for some reason. To take a look. <laughs> In his driveway is the futuristic reactor Mach 2. Supercar. <laughs> Supercar. Darren's eyes practically shoot out of his head. He looks at Andorra and then back at the car. Andorra nods her head to remind him that it's real. She also like scratches her chin. She's like, mm, like that. <laughs> no, she doesn't do that. <clears throat> Very sinister. Mm-hmm. Why, why does Darren act like he doesn't know what witchcraft is or that they can do it? <laughs> I don't know. He's always shocked by the, God, how did you do that? Like we've been married 18 years. What are you talking about how I did that? <laughs> it's like iced tea working SVU. <laughs> Uh, you, so you mean like <laughs> you can just pop things in and out <laughs> whenever you want? Uh, you mean kind of like when? <laughs> hey, you're married to a witch. You might have to get used to that. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to admit the spark effect was pretty good. I don't know how they did it, but it was actually really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was pretty good. Um, why do they portray guys, like I said this earlier, why do they portray guys enjoying their day off as like lounging on the couch reading magazines? Like like that's what we want to do throughout the, I sure wish I was at home laying on the couch reading a magazine. Like that's <laughs> seems kind of weird to me. Well, it seems like it's either that or they're out playing golf. And that's Not how me. They spend their day. Every single day off I have, I'm constantly doing stuff around the house. Like I, I can't sit still. So oh, to me, it's me. The, the thought of laying on the couch or sitting on the couch watching. It's just, I, I can't do that. I don't know how anybody can just sit around all day. I, just, it, I get, oh. I get antsy. I get nervous. I could show you. I can teach you. Yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> to me, that's more stressful than like working, just sitting around and not doing anything. I feel like I'm wasting time. Oh, geez. You have yeah. this little bit of type A personality in you, Jimmy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I thought at first that, that before I, I knew what the car was and everything, it looked like a George Harris car. I thought for sure it was because it looks like that design, but it's not. George Harris was the guy that did like the Monsters car and he did uh, the Batmobile ooh, car, gotcha, and gotcha. which they mentioned the Batmobile later on. Yeah. George Harris did the Batmobile car. So hmm. but then I read, I, I wrote that down. I'm like, well, what if that is George Harris? And I looked it up. I was like, oh, shit, that's not George Harris. Wow. Okay. Scene three. Meanwhile, in Detroit, two men arrive at their office and are beginning their day. Hmm. Joe says, morning, Charlie. Charlie says, hiya, Joe. On a nearby drafting table are schematics for the reactor Mach 2 supercar. Supercar. Joe says, JJ just stopped me. He told me the reactor Mach 2 has to be ready for trial run next Monday. Hmm. Charlie, while putting on his lab coat, strains a little as he says, yeah, we got to do it. Joe asks, rough night. Charlie says, I had a crazy nightmare. I dreamt that we had the trial run and we opened the hood to let the reporters see it. Joe, trying to guess the outcome, says, and the engine was gone. Charlie says, no, the whole thing was powered by a bunch of squirrels. Hmm. Joe looks at Charlie and repeats, squirrels? Joe just laughs <laughs> and says, oh, that's a riot. Charlie just looks off, still confused by what that could possibly mean. Hmm. Once Joe has his lab coat on, he says, get the hood up, Charlie. We'll see if we can't adjust some of those squirrels. (laughs) (laughs) Joe just chuckles at his own joke. That's nuts. (laughs) And then he calls up the Partridge family and says, are you guys ready? (laughs) 
Charlie heads into the lab where the reactor Mach 2 is being worked on. He steps inside and his eyes widen. He sees that there's no reactor Mach 2. Supercar. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Charlie immediately walks back into the office and says, hey, Joe. Joe says, yeah. Charlie says, I think I'm having another nightmare. The car is gone. Joe laughs at his joke at first, but then realizes that Charlie is not joking. He walks over to the lab to see for himself. Then Joe's like, come on, get happy. (laughs) 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 (sighs) Hey, Danny, are you going to put on this base that's over half your size? (laughs) At first I wrote the guy in the brown hair looks super familiar, but then I realized what it was. Um, (laughs) Why would they have the car on a wooden platform? Well, A, why would they have it on a platform at all? (laughs) Let alone a a flimsy wooden platform. (laughs) Yeah. Well, later it actually is on the platform. So, but why? What's the point? I don't know. I would say to get under it, but then that's not to that give them work. something to trip over when they're trying to work on it. Like <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> you think in this lab for this kind of a car, they would have a hole in the floor, right? Yeah, know? yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Hmm. Well, like we were just joking about earlier, that's the guy from the Partridge family. He yes, was their manager yes. or something like that. Yeah. Their dad. <laughs> I don't hey, think he was their dad. Fake dad. <laughs> he was just their manager. He was the guy humping their mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, side, Brad. Scene four. Back at the house, Darren runs out to admire his brand new supercar. Supercar. Sam follows behind him. Darren says, Ooh, Sam, isn't that wild? Your mother made an exact copy of the reactor Mach 2. Supercar. Supercar. Sam takes a look at it and says, Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Darren says, It makes the Batmobile look like a skateboard. <laughs> oh, shit. He did not. He said, I bet they said that shit like a boss, but we would never know. It wasn't written in the script. <laughs> <laughs> Darren chuckles and then hits a switch to raise the roof on the car. Anyway. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, hey, shit. Hey. Okay. 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 What? Let's what? take the glow sticks out of her mouth. Stop the rave. What? Okay. <laughs> I couldn't enough. hear you. I said, that's a, yeah, I know. I know. That's the point. <laughs> Well, you don't like it? He's raising the roof. Yeah, man. I get it. I get it. Just raise it was worth right. getting gotten. All right. Oh, Anyways. Okay. All, right, all right. All right. As it raises, Darren laughs and says, Hey, it's got a flip top roof. Sam, not really <laughs> super impressed with this supercar. Supercar. Says, Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> she then rolls her eyes as Darren hits the switch to open the electric door, which almost hits Sam. She jumps back as Darren says, electric doors. How about that? <laughs> Sam patronizing Darren repeats, how about that? <laughs> Isn't that neat? Isn't that neat? <laughs> it's cool because you could just you know, open it with your arm. <laughs> she then tries to stop Darren from admiring the car and says, Darren, don't you think you should thank Ma? But before she can finish, Darren starts up the car as it rumbles in the driveway. Darren, about to wet himself, says, oh, ho, ho, listen to that power plant. There must be a gold mine under that hood. Sam says, I hope so. And Dora, <laughs> now outside in the driveway, watches 
watches on as her son-in-law admires his new present. Darren watches as the supercar super now raises its rear suspension by itself. Oh, it's like it's twerking. <laughs> Darren says, hydraulic suspension system. Sam just smiling and nodding says, yeah. <laughs> Darren looking into the cockpit <laughs> and sees a panel with switches and knots. Money, two for the bitches, three to get ready, and four to hit the switches and mushrooms. Oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah, Warren G. Yeah, yep. yeah. And says, and look at that control panel. It's even got a radar screen. <laughs> and what a set of headlights. <laughs> <laughs> and Dora says, I don't, I don't think, think I can have headlights, do it. I think they're a flip, flip headlight. Oh, okay. sorry. Go ahead. And Dora says, I don't think I can bear all this enthusiasm. Darren and Sam look at her as she says, see you later, dear. And she magically pops away. Darren waves as Sam says, Darren, you really should have thanked mother for the car. Darren (laughs) says, well, I know I should have, except one thing. Sam asks, what's that? Darren says, I can't take it. Mm. Sam asks, why not? Darren says, honey, you know, I can't accept anything. That's a product of witchcraft and then he looks both directions and then music plays like Sam says but mother was only being nice Darren says I know but then looks back at the car and whines would you look at that steering system (laughs) Sam asks Darren couldn't you make one little exception Darren sticking to his gun says honey if you make one little exception before you know it you'll make a lot more Mm-hmm. Sam still pleading says, well, couldn't you keep it just for a little while? Darren, while fiddling around inside the car says no, but then realizes he flipped a switch for the electric hood to open. He stops and runs around to see the engine. He says, mm-hmm. would you look at that power plant? Sam urges Darren. Don't you realize how hurt mother's going to be? If you, if you don't keep it, Darren crosses his arms and says, honey, it's a matter of principle. Sam thinks for a second and says, look, if you would just accept the car graciously, maybe she'd stop bugging you. Mm -hmm. Darren thinks for a second and asks, she will. Sam says, it's worth a try. Darren says, okay, I'll take it, but only for a little while. And remember, I'm only doing this for your mother. Mm. Darren tries to convince her that this is the true reason. Sam (laughs) sees right through him and just smiles. Mm hmm. At first, I questioned why a car would need radar. I was like, radar? What the fuck are you <laughs> yeah, for? Yeah. But then I realized that cars have LiDAR technology yeah. now, which is pretty much the same thing. Yeah, so. my Camry has it. My Camry will come up and be like, keep your hands on the steering wheel. It's like, what the? I was wiping something off my face. Like, damn. Get your finger out of your nose. Like, what? Like, it'll, it, like <laughs> it comes up, the little dashboard, the like the little screen inside the dashboard will come up all red and say, keep your hands on the steering wheel. It's like fuck and then if somebody slams on the brakes and i don't brake soon enough it'll come up and flash brake and red and if i don't do anything the car will slam on its brakes and then if i and you've seen it do this like if i if i go over to the side of the road a little bit it'll go dee, 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 and it'll turn the steering wheel by itself back into the middle and it's got reactive um not reactive automatic cruise control so if it gets too mm. close to the car in front of you it'll start slowing down on its own the car is kind of a dick yeah, I was going to say, it's very passive aggressive. It is, yeah. Fine, I guess I'll move you. Like, fuck. <laughs> I guess I'll fucking do it. You're not paying attention. And it beeps sarcastic. It's like, beep, beep, beep. Fucker. It's weird. 
Scene five. Back at the reactor Mach 2 lab, Joe says, now just calm down, Charlie, and we'll go over this step by step. Now we know the place was locked, right? Charlie agrees. Joe goes on, and we're the only ones who have keys, right? Charlie agrees. Joe concludes, well, there's your answer. No one could possibly have gotten in. Charlie says, you're talking nonsense. <laughs> the car is gone, isn't it? Joe looks at him and asks, is it? Is it? <laughs> Charlie, shocked by his question, says, what? <laughs> Joe says, I don't know about you, Charlie, but I'm too old to take up another trade. <laughs> Joe puts his hand on Charlie's shoulder and leans in. Do you want to tell JJ that a $150,000 worth of car is missing? And five years of research? Charlie thinks for a moment and says, not until we've gone over the whole thing step by step. Now, we both know the place was locked, right? Joe nods in agreement. (laughs) Because we know that it takes five years to research a hydraulic system and an electric motor. (laughs) Come on. This isn't 2023 where having electric doors is... You know, kind of common. It's just an now. electric motor. They had electric motors, all kinds of shit back then. Like, you just put you know, it on a car. Electric doors, electric hoods. Even, you know, they didn't have that shit back then. I mean, they did, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't common. I guess, it's still not it's even not, common now, but it, people have them. It's damn sure not five years of research. <laughs> well, maybe they were researching other things. Yeah, like porn. Because <laughs> <laughs> it damn sure wasn't car stuff. You know, like how to get family record deals and tours and <laughs> shit like that. How to make an ugly school bus kind of look like a like a <laughs> like yeah. a burnout hippie mobile. <laughs> but they don't have security cameras. They have a hundred and fifty thousand dollar car. They didn't invest in any security cameras. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jimmy, how much do you think one hundred fifty thousand dollars is worth today? How much is that car worth? If they were making it today, let's see. The answer it, may surprise you. Leave it the Beaver was five years earlier, mm-hmm. and they were saying that to fix a car was eighteen dollars, <laughs> and I think we had said that was equivalent to a hundred something dollars. Um, actually, I think it was a hundred and seventy something dollars. Yeah. So that's roughly what, like ten times the amount. So if I said ten times the amount on this, it'd be one point five million. Holy shit! Did you cheat? I no. mean, that's not it, but you're really close. No, uh-uh. it's a uh, 1.3 million. Is it? Nice. So, good. Yeah. You're getting good at this. Oh, damn. Good. Yeah. Scene six. Later, Darren and Sam return on their drive in the new supercar. Supercar. Darren slowly pulls up to the curb in front of the house. He raises the roof. Wait. Raise the roof. Oh, shit. Yeah. What? Are you going to do that every time? You know what this is? I know what this is. I know what you're doing. I know what you're what? doing. What? No, this is because I kept playing porn music last week when he was talking about like playing with his <laughs> stick in the car and shit. If Lumpy's playing with his stick ain't porn, then him raising up a glass roof ain't raising a roof. I mean, he's just he's raising the roof. You, know? uh, so, you can't have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> if okay. Lumpy can't play with his dick in the car, <laughs> then he can't play raising his roof. Just saying. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) (sighs) Anywho, Darren lifts the roof on the car. He just cheated. 
<laughs> he just smiles and watches in awe like an 80s teenager watching his first late night Cinemax movie after dark. <laughs> you know, like Lady Chatterley or some other badly dubbed soft porn movie. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking like you don't know what I'm talking about. Or um, remember when remember when when remember when you didn't have Cinemax and you tried to like catch a boo on the Scramble channel because it would like go diagonal yeah. and be like, you know, like Hell yeah. yeah. But you could still hear it. So you're, if you turned up too loud, like your mom would be all pissed. <laughs> yeah, you can't turn it. Or remember that fort? Up. Remember that fort in the woods across the street from your house? Remember, <laughs> remember when we found porn in it? And yeah, like, oh, kids today, and you don't know what it's like. Weird. I know it's like we. It was normal in the eighties to find porn in the woods. It was. I don't right? know why. Well, and it's like one of those things where, like, like if some dude down the street was throwing away a bunch of porn. Like you knew guy code, you knew to bring it to the fort in the woods. You knew that there was a meeting spot that every kid had in the woods. And that's where you dropped off the porn. There was also like a dirty mattress out there too. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. And like empty beer cans, and like a dirty mattress. Yeah. I'm really starting to be concerned about what the hell went on out there. Yeah. yeah I remember that. And we used to find, you know, skulls in the woods. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah. Just like that. <laughs> Sam just sits in the car happy that her husband is happy. Oh, that's nice. Darren asks, now how am I on that side? Sam looks down at the curb and says, about two feet away. Darren says, that's close enough. <laughs> Darren now admires the steering wheel and says, it handles like a dream. I can't wait to get her out on the highway. Sam says, it does ride beautifully. Darren asks, would you like to get behind the wheel? I mean, uh, I mean the steering column. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's surprised to be asked this asks may I Darren says oh of course Darren then hits the switch to open the electric doors Sam walks around the car to the driver's side just as she's about to get in Darren stops her and says oh hun you'd better take off your shoes Sam asks hmm. well, my shoes why Darren says uh, yeah, your high heels will ruin the carpet Sam says with some sass I'm not wearing <laughs> high heels Darren <laughs> smacks her across the face and be like why not no, no, he didn't say that. <laughs> Darren, Darren looks down and says, oh, and then giggles. <laughs> Darren then suggests, well, you better take off your top and your pants because you uh, you might uh, scratch up the upholstery with your uh, soft sweater. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Might get a little bit of something Hell on yeah. the seats. <laughs> you see how nice this car is. No, mm. no he didn't say that, but he should have. Yeah, he should have. Okay. Calm down. Hmm. Sam climbs into the driver's seat behind the steering wheel. I mean, the steering column mm -hmm. gets situated. While Darren closes the door, she turns the key and starts up the engine. Darren stops that shit quick and asks, whoa, what are you doing? Sam, <laughs> a little confused, says, starting the car? Darren asks, what for? <laughs> Sam says, so I can drive it? Darren says, are you kidding? I said you can get behind the steering wheel. And that's it. That's all. Sam asks, you mean you're never going to let me drive it? Darren says, oh, sure. After I broke it in, after the first 10,000 miles or so, <laughs> Sam just nods like he's crazy. <laughs> Darren thinks for a second and asks, honey, do you still have those old army blankets of mine? Sam asks, mm-hmm. What for? Darren says, well, I thought I could put them around the wall in the garage. Protect the finish. Mm -hmm. Sam thinks for a second and says, I've got a better idea. Darren asks, what? Sam goes on, why don't I make a slip cover for it? 
Darren ponders this idea for a second and then quickly asks, what kind of material? Sam now has a look of disappointment. (laughs) Darren slaps the side of the car with a chuckle as he says, oh boy, I can't wait to tell Larry about this car. He then quickly pulls out a rag and wipes where he slapped, saying he'll be green with envy. (laughs) (laughs) Sam says, isn't he going to wonder how you could afford a car like this? Darren simply says, well, tell him the truth. Sam, shocked at this response, exclaims, what? Darren goes on, I mean, I'll say that it was a gift from my mother-in-law, and I had to accept it to keep peace in the family. Sam just nods. Hmm. As Darren walks around the car and into the house, Sam just buries her face in her hands and sighs. Hmm. So, I don't see Sam like I do Carol Brady. Like, but with your more eyes? responsible and like take charge type. Okay. You know what I mean? Plus, you know, once again, Sam's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Cause, cause Sam knows her place, Dak. No, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so like, even if like she took the car out and crashed it, right. couldn't she just like witchcraft it back to normal? I would think so. Yeah. So if she's like, any kind of real he? witch, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so what is he so concerned about? Who cares? Uh huh. So wait, like watching this, I like, so I'm allowed to talk to my wife like that. Sure. I'm, I'm allowed to like tell my wife what she is and isn't allowed to do. Like that's a thing. Sure. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, whoa, you can't drive. I'm like, what? Like it's the other way around. Like she tells me what I have to drive and what I don't. Drive. <laughs> Anyways. That's like that. It's like that stand-up comedian where it talks about how guys are trained. Where the, you'll be in bed with your girlfriend or wife, and she'll just be like, "Oh man, I'm I'm kind of cold." And the guy gets up and walks to the thermostat. He's like, "Wait a minute, I'm not cold." <laughs> Same kind of thing, man. Anyways, mm. good. Scene a all. Yeah. Down at the office, Larry sits in a meeting with one of his clients. The client, while sitting on the couch, says, Now here's why I think you guys haven't been on the ball. The first thing you gotta understand, later interrupts and says, Excuse me a second, Mr. Sheldrake. You play golf, don't you? Mr. Sheldrake says, Yes. Larry goes on, Well, it's a beautiful day. We can still get in nine holes and we can talk at the same time. Mr. Sheldrake, not really feeling this, says, Only if you played the same ball. Larry awkwardly chuckles. Mr. Sheldrake continues his rant. Now, here's what I think your basic mistake has been. You just don't understand the meatpacking business. Mm. (laughs) Just then, Larry's buzzer buzzes on his desk. (laughs) He picks up the phone and says, yes, Uh, put him on. He turns to Mr. Sheldrake and says, I'll just be a moment. Sheldrake sighs, nods, and sits back. Larry, now on the phone with Darren, says, Well, Darren, boy, how are you enjoying your day off? Good. But uh, don't make any plans for the weekend. (laughs) I think we may have an emergency coming up. I'm also going to need you to go ahead and come in on Sunday, too. Okay? Thanks. (laughs) Larry, Larry continues his call with Darren. No kidding, a new car. Is that right? Larry chuckles and says, sounds wild. Meanwhile, Sheldrake just sits, waiting patiently and not amused. Larry says, uh, just a minute, Darren. He cups the receiver with his hand and turns to Mr. Sheldrake and says, it's Darren Stevens. 
He wants us to come over and see his new car. Sounds like something really special. Sheldrake, still not amused, says, Tate, I didn't fly in all the way from Cincinnati to see a fucking new car. <laughs> Larry, seeing this isn't working either, says to Darren, uh, Darren, maybe I'll stop by on my way home. Right. Bye-bye. And he hangs <laughs> up the phone. <laughs> Once he hangs up, Mr. Sheldrake sits forward again, ready to discuss more about how Larry isn't fulfilling his business needs. When Larry thinks out loud and says, hmm, sounds like an expensive car. I wonder where he got that kind of money. Mm. Mr. Sheldrake says, at the time. <laughs> 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 Mr. Sheldrake says, can I get back to why I think you fellas are off track with my product? Huh? Larry, still deep in thought, says, oh, sure, sure. It's one of those new experimental jobs. Mr. Sheldrake, a little confused, asks, what is? Larry says, Stephen's car has a flip-top roof, hydraulic suspension, and 425-horsepower engine. How do you like to drive that home? Mr. Sheldrake thinks for a second and says, all I want to drive home is my point. You, you should say fucking point, because that, that makes you sound like a badass. Oh, all I want to drive home is my fucking point. Oh, shit. Damn. Damn. This episode is gangster as Hell fuck. yeah. Sheldrake goes on, namely that your ideas for my product have been too routine, Damn. no dash or imagination. I know he's fucking taking that. He shit. is. Tate, this is the space age, and Sheldrake wants to be a part of it. Sheldrake leans forward and calmly says, "Now, do I make myself clear?" Larry says, "Yes." How do we work sausages into the space age? <laughs> Mr. Sheldrake turns away from Larry, sits back comfortably on his couch as he says, Psh, that's your job. Oh, shit. shit. Damn. Mm-hmm. It's time to skate, but I don't know where the fuck. <laughs> Larry awkwardly <laughs> chuckles, thinks, and then says, well, let me see now. Mr. Sheldrake sits forward on the couch again and asks, It's uh, got hydraulic suspension, huh? Larry asks, What has? Mr. Sheldrake says, Steven's car. <laughs> Sheldrake gets angry again and says, Tate, can't you keep your mind on one thing for more than a minute? Larry just sighs. Mm. So, did you notice behind them, like the statue on his desk was? That, well, let me let me back up. When me and my wife were watching this, mm-hmm. it said TV fourteen. So my wife's like, "Why huh. is why is is Bewitched TV 14? <laughs> I but know. I think it's because on his desk behind him is like a statue of some naked chick. What? Yeah, it's like some topless chick. Like, well, she's not topless. It looks like one of those Greek statues. But she's yeah, wearing yeah. like a robe, but the robe is falling off. You can see her boobs. And I think that's why it's TV 14. So I'm just surprised <laughs> they were allowed to show that. Hmm. But did you also, did you see his phone? It had like a bunch of pressed down levers. Um, no, I didn't know. Like we, phones like we think of, you know, you just press the thing that, you know, line one, line two, blah, blah. But his yeah. looked like a receiver, like a stereo receiver. That's how big mm-hmm. it was. And you had to press these big buttons down. It's like these big buttons. <laughs> you'd like psh, like that. That's how you switch from line to line. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, 425 horsepower. <laughs> I don't think what? the fastest car in the world had 425 horsepower back then, but that's okay. Um, 
This dude is on so much caffeine, man. Holy shit. I know. I didn't realize I... Monster Energy or, or Red Bull was invented back in the 60s, but apparently <laughs> he drank like all of it. I know. As my note too, Mr. Sheldrake needs to relax. Holy shit. He needs to turn it down like 10 notches. Like, holy dog <laughs> shit. He's like a cartoon character. I know. He was kind of animated <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Scene eight. Actually, you know who he reminded me of? You remember Hollywood Squares? Yeah. Remember that gay dude that was always in the middle square? Um, oh, the guy that was like on uh, Too Close for Comfort? I think so, yeah. Hold on. I almost got it. Hold on. Jim J. Some Paul Lind? Oh, I don't know Paul Lind. Is that his name? Yeah, Paul Lind. Let me look and see. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that guy. That's who he reminds me of because he was all animated like that too. Well, isn't he... Isn't Paul Lind on Bewitched? I don't know. Is Doesn't it? he play um, Uncle Somebody? Mm-hmm. I didn't see him. Well, no, he's not in this episode, oh. but I think he's on the show. Uh-huh. But that's yeah. who that dude reminded me of. Scene eight. Later, back at the house and in the garage, Darren opens up the electric hood on the reactor Mach 2. Supercar. Mm. Supercar. As he's admiring the engine, he notices a plate inside the engine compartment that reads... Made in Detroit, Michigan, USA, Hmm. along with a serial number. He steps back and says to himself, made in Detroit or Hmm. Detroit, depending on where you're from. (laughs) Notice how Michigan was abbreviated as Mm -hmm. M-I-C-H. This is back before they did just the two letters. (laughs) Huh. That's interesting. Um, I don't get it. Why Why did this scare him? I don't understand. Because it, this was supposedly was zapped up out of nowhere in thin air. Right. But I mean, she zapped it up based on a real car. Like she's not, she didn't yeah. assemble it herself and be like, well, I can leave off the serial number. You know, it's not like that's the way she was thinking. <laughs> she just replicated something. It's like, it's like uh, multiplicity. That'd be like saying, right, well, why right. does he have the birthmark? Well, it's a, it's a clone. It doesn't matter why. Like it's, you know. Right. If you're going to clone the whole thing, then that's going to be part exactly, of the whole yeah. thing. So, yeah. Well, we learn later that's not. A, well, actually, we already know now it's not a clone; it's the original. So. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Now the Parcher's family's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Scene nine. Back at the reactor, Mach two, supercar, supercar lab. Joe and Charlie sit on the workbench thinking. Joe says, "Charlie, we got to find some way to explain that car's disappearance." Mm. Charlie says, you're right. we got to find some way. Joe says, there's only one problem. Charlie asks, what's that? Joe says, there's no way to explain it. I mean, what do we say? (laughs) Sorry, we lost it. (laughs) Charlie thinks for a second and says, it reminds me of a guy I know who lost a house. Joe asks, a house? No kidding, how? Charlie looks at him and says, back taxes? Oh, (laughs) <laughs> hi Joe sighs and says, Charlie, I wish I had your sense of humor. I'd cut my throat. Oh, shit. I know. Dark. Maybe that's why it's TV 14. Yeah, maybe. Charlie says, now there's an idea. And then he pulls out a knife and slits Joe's throat. <laughs> I think both of them need to come on and get happy. <laughs> so they have they have a state-of-the-art car that took five years to research and that's their tools what's their tools 
they have like five tools on the wall and that's it. And then a couple scattered <laughs> on a bench and that's for a state of the art car that took five years to produce. And they, that's their base. They don't even have a lift. They have nothing. I mean, the car's <laughs> done basically. So yeah, but still, <laughs> um, call it bullshit. <laughs> Scene 10. Back at the Stevens residence, Darren marches into the house and walks up to Sam and Endora or Agnes Moorhead. <laughs> <laughs> Sam asks, hi, Carl tucked in. Darren says, mm-hmm. say, I was just looking at the engine, but is cut off by Sam who asks, would you like some tea? Darren says, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> you like how I gave her a little, little accent? <laughs> As Sam passes her mother a cup of tea, Darren looks at Endora or... Agnes Moorhead <laughs> and goes on. Uh, I, I was just looking at the engine and um, it was real cute. The way you put uh, made in Detroit on it and a serial number for a one-off car. <laughs> it makes it look real legitimate. And Dora says, what do you mean? The car is legitimate. Darren afraid to ask the question, but does anyways, uh, of course you mean legitimate copy, don't you? And Dora just stares at her son-in-law. Darren just asks, where did that car come from? Sam thinking this is an inappropriate question says Darren. <laughs> and Dora says, how should I know? Look at that magazine. That's where it was when I cast the spell. Darren shouts, you mean it came from Detroit? And Dora, Agnes Moorhead, <laughs> sarcastically says, what do you think? The stork brought it? Oh, shit. Oh, no, she didn't. Sam steps in and says, now listen, you two. I don't understand. And that's it. <laughs> Darren snaps. I do. Your mother gave me a hot car for a present. Sam's jaw drops as she turns to her mother and says, mother. <laughs> and Dora says, oh, don't look at me like that. I was just trying to do what's his name a favor. <laughs> Sam says, but to steal a car. And Dora says, well, where was I going to get it? I'm a witch, not a car manufacturer. Oh, shit. Darren yells again. Will you do me a favor? And Dora snaps. What? Darren goes on. The next time you decide to do me a favor, don't do me any favors. Mm. Sam just covers her ears from all the yelling, you know, because that's mature. <laughs> and Dora, or Agnes Moorhead, annoyed by the little man, just says, oh, stop it. Darren crosses his arms in frustration. Hmm. hmm. Don't don't be so mean to Sam, man. Come on now. Me? <laughs> you're like that's mature. It's <laughs> just like, <laughs> oh, come on, you're an adult. Yeah, come on, get she's your hands not, off your ears. Come she's on, not Carol Brady. Okay. <laughs> she ain't an adult there. either. She's putting her hands on her ears and singing <laughs> "Happy Birthday." Um, why would you put a serial number that's so long on a one-off <laughs> car? It doesn't make I sense. Assume, I would assume it would just be like one it would be the serial number. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, like we'd have to put a year so you know like six seven one you know whatever. well plus usually the serial number is engraved into the the frame of the car not not a little plate that's you know duct taped <laughs> to the side of the engine bay or whatever um yeah but also like i'm not trying to be mean but her mom's really ugly that makeup <laughs> is horrible why would they do her makeup like that i think it's it's all on purpose so. okay i hope so all right, so this is where we take our next break. Hmm, okay. So Darren's new supercar, supercar is a stolen car. Ooh. I would have said Darren's supercar is super stolen. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Sorry, I'm, I don't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. 
I thought you were going to say stolen car. Oh, stolen car. Will he return the car and have no repercussions? Repercussions. Will it? Will Endora? <laughs> will Endora apologize for getting him in, into this situation? What? Nothing. And the question that's been on everyone's mind. Is Samantha Stevens hotter than any other TV wife this time period? Absolutely not. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm a little uh, out of control here on this topic. <laughs> but uh, we'll be back. comic book fan? We've got a few questions for you. Were you obsessed with X-Men as a kid? Did you stand in line to get a copy of The Death of Superman in the Black Poly Bag? Did you buy every Image comic no matter how long it took to hit the shelves? Then have we got the show for you. Wizards, the podcast guide to comics is the podcast where Adam and Michael re-examine the 90s comic book boom through the pages of Wizard Magazine and explore the world of gimmick covers, massive crossover events, and find out if those 20 copies of X-Force number one you stashed in your long box really did put your kids through college. And that's not all. We also bring you exclusive interviews with former Wizard staff members who tell behind-the-scenes stories from the guide to comics that defined a generation. In our special series, The Wizard Files. And wait, there's more! You'll get mini-episodes with 90s comic book reviews and more nostalgic fun. Wizards, the podcast guide to comics is brought to you by the Retro Network every Wednesday. So subscribe today on your favorite podcast app. And remember to keep your books bagged and boarded. are back. Yes, that was a good break. <laughs> was it? Yeah. What was your favorite part about that break? I'm um, sitting here waiting for you to get back from pooping. I wasn't pooping. I was peeing. Oh, sorry. You gone a long time. I thought maybe you were. No. My favorite <laughs> part, you, well, you, I guess I'll tell you, you didn't really ask, so I don't think you really care, but <laughs> but I, I could have told you what my favorite part of the break hey, was. Hey, Jimmy, what was your favorite part of the last break? Uh, peeing. <laughs> Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, I got this big giant water bottle now, so now I don't have to uh, fill my water up every break. Hmm. Is it actually have water in it? Because you always say, I had to go refill it my does. water, and you come back with like soda. Shaking it around doesn't tell me that's water. Well, I'm not going to pour it onto my keyboard. So. <laughs> you did that last week. <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> no, look here, I'll show you. Just pour it in your hands. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's like the bottle. The water bottle is like a Yeti cup, but it's a bottle. So it's really nice. Yeah. I keep it next nice. to my bed. You know how when you wake up because you've been sleeping with your mouth open, you wake up and you're super, super, super thirsty. You're like, and your mouth goes all dry and shit. That's perfect for that. <laughs> it doesn't happen to me very often. No. I wake up sometimes and I'm super thirsty. I'm like, and I'm drinking like half the bottle. <laughs> It's so weird. Like sometimes when I get like really thirsty, if it does happen, usually, mm-hmm. you know, if it's at night like that, what, for some reason I want milk. Ew. 
What do you mean, ew? I don't you like don't, milk. Do you not? You don't like milk? No. <laughs> I've known you like 35 years, and I don't know if you like milk. <laughs> well, when I was really young, I was allergic to it. I would, I would get sick every time I drank it. And then I drank it later on because my dad kind of made me. Every once in a while, and I'm talking like once every two years, I'll drink chocolate milk, and that's about the extent of it. Like, I don't, oh. I really don't like milk. I, I like hot milk. chocolate if it's made from water. <laughs> Said no one ever except yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. I take the hot chocolate mix and mix it with water, and that's how I drink it. So I don't well, like I mean, milk. Most people do, but it's better with milk. It's just, mm, I've tried it with milk. I don't like it. It's weird. Yeah. So, anyway, so last week we made an oopsie. We made an oopsie. Oopsie, how? Did we offend <laughs> well, we somebody? We offended somebody, didn't we? No, 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 oh. no. Well, maybe, but I don't think they heard it. So we uh, we were talking about, remember last week we were talking about different shows that people were suggesting. Yeah. And I don't remember who it is. I apologize, but somebody had suggested Rhoda. And so, Rhoda? Yeah. And oh, we you're, yeah. Like, the one with, with Valerie Arbor. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. You're not getting out of Damn this. Damn it. Because <laughs> we thought it was B. Arthur. We did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then Pepe was nice enough to point out to us publicly, shame us, and say, you guys are stupid. You must feel so dumb. No, he didn't say that. But he was like, uh, he corrected and said, uh, yeah, it was Valerie Harper. Yeah. It was Rhoda. But B. Arthur's show was Maud. So. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yep. That's what we were thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. So. All right. He passed. <laughs> the test. Yeah, we were just he, he passed. Yep. And what did Pepe win? A shout out. A shout Let's out. Let's hear it for Pepe show. for Pepe passing the question. Yep. Every episode we give false information. <laughs> if you catch it, you get a shout out too. <laughs> no, we do appreciate the the correction. Um, neither one of them are shows that me and Tech are really familiar with. My mom used to watch uh, Maud. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember when uh, Golden Girls first came out, she's like, hey, that's B. Arthur. Like, you know that woman? Like, well, she was on another show. So she's your twin. <laughs> Sorry. So B. Arthur is like six foot 13. She your is. Mom yeah, was, yeah. Your mom was like about five, two or something. Yeah, but know. you can see that they like look related, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I used to tell, and it sounds like I'm so mean about my mom, but I'm, I don't mean to be. My mom had a sense of humor, a, a pretty funny sense of humor. So she anything was, I'm she saying was, she was very funny. Yeah. Anything I'm saying, my mom would totally laugh about and think it's funny. But um, she kind of resembled um, uh, Corella DeVille, like the, <laughs> the, the caricature of Corella DeVille. She kind of, she kind of resembled her. And my friend Claire, um, you know, the one that had the Toyota that was nice in yours. Um, <laughs> Yeah. She had the Sequoia. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it wasn't even hers. It was her parents. Well, plus it's, whatever. you know, it's a fat girl name. Um, <laughs> That's just what I was going to say, yeah. Claire. Yeah. It's a fat girl name. <laughs> <laughs> That's from a movie in case you guys think we're being mean. Yeah. Um, but she, uh, I told her, she goes, well, what does your mom look like? I was like, she looks like Carol DeVille. She's like, no, for real. And Megan's like, no, seriously, she looks like Carol DeVille. And this was to Megan's um, um, baby shower, I think. And... Um, hmm. No, it was for her. Uh, I can't, it was for something. So my mom knocks on the door and Claire opens the door and her face just drops. She's like, oh my God. And because she saw Corella DeVille standing at her door. So that was pretty funny. Did she run around and try to find puppies around the house? She did. She had them stuffed into her jacket. It's weird. <laughs> um, yeah, I had my mom one time. Um, a couple of things that, that stand out. My mom, like sense of humor wise. 
is me and Tech were joking around Mother's Day was coming up. And um, <laughs> God, Mother Lover, the song by uh, Lonely Island came out. And it's um, uh, Andy Samberg and Justin Timberlake. And they sing about switching, like, like humping each other's moms for Mother's Day. <laughs> and I showed my mom and my mom thought it was hilarious. Right. Yeah. And, um, and so me and tech had been joking around saying, how oh, we should do this. We should, you know, bring this up. <laughs> so I had my mom tell, t- cause my mom and tax mom were friends. So I had my mom go to tax mom and be like, Hey, you need to have tech tell them about the idea. That- <laughs> <laughs> Which cut to, I'm sitting at home with my mom while I'm over at her house. And she's like, so June, June says that you and Jimmy had an idea for Mother's Day or something. And I lost it. I started cracking. My mom apparently already knew the joke. She did. Yeah. She started laughing too. Well, like, and keep in mind, my mom at the time is like 70, which means your mom was probably like 64 or something like that. So she's, I think she's closer to like. Yeah, 65, yeah. 66, yeah. somewhere around uh, there, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there was a time I had um, my mom, because Tech was apprenticing to be a tattoo artist, and I had my mom contact Tech saying that she was interested in a tattoo and that she wanted a, a star, no, a sun around her nipple. <laughs> so that was pretty funny, too. I would have done it. <laughs> you would have done that shit for free. Be like, oh, whoops! I forgot to put ink in my tattoo gun. Guess I'll have to do that shit again. I would take lots of pictures too, and I would make sure I showed you because I want you to approve my work. <laughs> you, you know, critique it and say how I did. What's funny is my mom, me and Tech have matching tattoos. No homo, <laughs> and um, they're on our arms, and it's a heart with a banner that says. Why am I holding my arm up like they can see it? Uh, <laughs> it's a heart with a uh, with a banner through it that says your mom. And um, <laughs> my mom really and truly wanted to get one, the same thing that says your son, because she just thought that'd be funny. And she wanted like her idea was for for your mom and my mom to get matching ones that say your son. Because she just thought that'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But she was, at the time, she had just had a heart attack. She was on blood thinners, so her doctor wouldn't let her. But she really wanted to. She was she was planning on it. <laughs> Not the, the sunburst around her nipple. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you ain't never seen her nipples. Okay. <laughs> Moms. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, all right, you ready to get back into it? I am ready to get back into this. All right, so when we left off, so as a favor to Sam and Dora, or what was her name? Moorhead. (laughs) And Dora has decided to do something nice for Darren. She witchcrafts him a $150,000 supercar. Supercar. 
What Darren has just found out is that it's a stolen car right from the builders themselves. Mm. How will he get out of this? Jimmy? Mm -hmm. You didn't watch it? Yeah. I turned it off halfway through. I I turned it off towards the end, just like old Yeller. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, a Friends reference. Right? You proud of me? I am proud of you. Oh, yeah. The end, the end. Oh, and to the answer to the question before break, I actually looked up a couple of lists online to see who like was voted like the hottest like wife in 60s oh, right. television. And Barbara Eden was always number one, like in every okay. list I saw. Who was? Barbara Eden? Barbara Eden. Okay. But Elizabeth Montgomery was always like right underneath, like number two, number three, somewhere right there. So it is confirmed. So it is interesting that Barbara Eden was on top of Elizabeth Montgomery. And that Elizabeth Montgomery was on the bottom and Barbara Eden was on top. Hmm, That's weird. It's a good time. I guess so. Anywho, are you ready? Yes. Scene Hello. In the living room, Darren sits on the couch stewing about what he's going to do. Sam and Dora watch. Sam sits next to him and says, Darren, dear, there's no reason she flinches. As Darren turns quickly to look at her, Jeez. Sam goes on. Like, don't no, hit me. <laughs> there's no reason to be a snit. I can't believe she said that. Hmm. Mother just didn't understand what she was doing. Well, I mean, the worst you can say is that she was a trifle overeager. Mm, okay. Darren, not giving a fuck about his mother-in-law's naiveness, says, "Well, <laughs> that car is worth a fortune. Mm. There's probably an alarm out for it all over the country." <laughs> What are we going to tell the police when they catch up with it? Your mother is an overeager witch? Because you know, if they live across the country from Detroit where this was stolen, you know their local police is going to know. They're going to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's that car that was stolen out of Detroit. But Detroit's 2,000 miles away. I don't give a shit. That was the, they stole that today from Detroit. <laughs> where, where does the show take place? Do we know? I don't know. <laughs> It's it's filmed in California. It was filmed in California. Well, we know where it's filmed, but I mean, I don't know where it's supposed to take place. But anyway, Endora, not happy being called out, says, well, I'm not going to stay here and listen to this ingrate. Oh, shit. Goodbye, Samantha. Goodbye. She she steps in and kisses her daughter on the head and says, I'm off to New Orleans for the Mardi Gras. She waves her hands and pops away. Sam stands up and says, oh, mother, wait a minute. Oh, please, mother, please come back. <laughs> Darren says, Sam, let her go. She's, con- she's caused enough trouble. Sam, not listening, continues to call out. Oh, mother, mother, are you listening to me? You come back here right this second. <laughs> Darren says, Sam, I said, forget it. And there was that silence, awkward fucking silence mm-hmm. right after he said it. No, no I said, uh, who needs her? We've got trouble enough. Darren's Darren. like, don't start. <laughs> and it gets really weird and awkward. <laughs> Darren stands up with Sam and goes on. The first thing to do is go to the garage and put that car back where it belongs. Oh, yeah. He wiggles his nose to show she needs to use witchcraft. Hmm. Sam says, oh, Darren, don't you understand? I can't. Mother is the only one that can bring that car back. Darren suddenly, in a panic, shouts out, Mother! Mother! Please, you're a dear, sweet, wonderful woman. We need you. Mother? Mother, dear? Hmm. Sam crosses her arms and says, Oh, it's no use. You've insulted her. Darren asks, I insulted her? 
Sam sarcastically says, oh, no, I insulted her. Darren says, well, let's not stand here quibbling. Darren walks towards the front door. He stops and says, the first thing to do is lock that garage door before. But then all of a sudden, (laughs) the doorbell rings. Darren panics and says, it's too late. The police. Sam chuckles and says, Darren, pull yourself together. Darren leans against the door, not knowing what to do. (laughs) Sam says, open the door. Darren pulls himself together and opens the door where we find the SWAT team that comes in and they shoot him. Oh, shit. We're going Gordon door checking a car for a car that was stolen out of Detroit today. No, I'm just kidding. It's Larry and Mr. Uh, Sheldrake standing on the other side. Larry says, ah, hello, Darren. You know Mr. Sheldrake. Darren says, oh, sure. Sheldrake enters, shakes his hand and says, yeah, nice to see you again, Stevens. Darren says, nice to see you again, sir. Please come in. Both men enter the house and head to the living room. Larry says, oh, hi, Sam. As Darren shuts the door, he says, "Uh, Mr. Sheldrake, I'd like you to meet my wife. Sheldrake shakes Sam's hand and says, well, pleased to meet you, Mrs. Stevens. Sam asks, can I get some coffee or anything? Larry says, oh, no, thanks. Don't bother. And that whole little paragraph there seems like I could have just cut it. Hmm. <laughs> I could have just said, and they walk in, and that's it, and they say hi. <laughs> you notice that that you notice that actor that plays Darren like talks really weird. Like he's he talks really nasally and bends over all the time. Yeah, yeah it's a little bit. Yeah, it's like it's kind of weird. Like, I was, why the fuck is he talking like? They just talk normal. Like one thing I noticed, which I had this note later. I think it's the next scene. But I'll just say it now since you kind of brought something up about it mm. already. Did you do you notice like a little Jim Carrey in Dick York? Well, I see um, a little Dick York inspiration in Jim Carrey. Well, whatever. <laughs> I mean, seeing that Jim Carrey wasn't born yet, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, just I see because Dick York has a lot of these big facial expressions, and yeah, and yeah. Like, you know, I don't know. He's just really you want you want to see Jim Carrey? Look up the original um, How to Succeed in Business without really trying. Um, Is that the that guy? Holy shit. You want to see some Jim Carrey, you know, inspiration? Holy shit. That guy's just like Jim Carrey. <laughs> I'll have to look into watch it be the same actor. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam can't just follow her with her nose or something like, <laughs> like there's no kind out. of spell. They have, it seems like they have spells for everything under the sun, but they don't have a spell to literally find your mom. Like, <laughs> well, as we know, spoiler alert, later, she just ends up going to New Orleans to find true. Her. But I mean, it, you know, um, Agnes Moorhead seems to have all these spells to like listen in and all that kind of stuff, but Sam doesn't have the same ability. Hmm, guess not. It's a good point. So I thought it was kind of dumb. Anyways, <laughs> scene 12. Larry and Mr. Sheldrake have a seat on the couch next to Sam. Larry says, we've been brainstorming some new ideas for Sheldrake's sausages. Was your nickname in high school, by the way? (laughs) (laughs) And we thought we'd bounce them off you. (laughs) Bounce sausage. (laughs) Sam smiles proudly at her husband, who is standing in the living room, still with his arms crossed. Mr. Sheldrake nods in agreement with Larry as Larry adds, and we're both anxious to see that car, too. Darren Hmm. asks, car? Sam adds, car? Car? Larry says, (laughs) Larry says, your new car? Darren, with a worried look on his face, says, new car? Sam smiles at the gentleman and repeats, new car? Tax says, new car? <laughs> Sheldrake says, yeah. 
I'm dying to see that new hydraulic suspension. <laughs> Where is it? It's in the back of the car. It's underneath. <laughs> What's it's attached fuck? to the wheels. <laughs> Darren, not knowing what to do here, says, uh, where? And it looks at Sam for support. Darren goes on. Uh-huh. Well, uh, the thing is, um, I've uh, just put it to bed. Larry, not amused, asks at noon. He doesn't mm-hmm. ask how weird it is to put your car to bed. He's more concerned <laughs> about the time. <laughs> and noon. did it take a nap earlier like is did it, it get, really did tired? your car get in trouble <laughs> did it stay up too late last night <laughs> sam finally deciding to help out says oh yes it's all tucked in for its nap <laughs> larry not buying this says we promise not to wake it up they all just laugh <laughs> oh yes it's all tucked in for its nap <laughs> larry not buying this bullshit says we promise not to wake it up they all just laugh. <laughs> Darren says, well, uh, the thing is, uh, it's um, Sam jumps in and says, are you trying to say business before pleasure? <laughs> Darren says, uh, yes, that's it. First, let me hear some of those ideas you want to bounce off me. But watch out for the rebound. <laughs> Remember, I've had half a day off. And then uh. he like, snaps his fingers and does like a double, double, double pistol guns. thing. Yeah. The men all just laugh. <laughs> While sitting on the couch, Sheldrake says, Stevens, let's look at that car. We could talk about it at the same time. Darren says, uh, well, um, you see, Sam now stands up with the men and says, darling, you go ahead. I'll see if I can contact that party. <laughs> Darren says, oh, okay. Darren looks at Larry and Mr. Sheldrake and says, it's in the garage <clears throat> and motions for the men to head that way. After Larry, Mr. Sheldrake, and Darren leave for the garage, Sam says out loud, Mother, now I want you to listen to me carefully wherever you are. Now, I've never asked you for anything important. Well, at least not recently. (laughs) Not since I asked you to be nice to Darren. But now we're in a terrible spot. So would you come back and help us out, please? Hmm? Mother? Sam now narrows her eyes, puts her hands on her hips, and gets angry and says, Mother, can you hear me? Oh boy, are you a stubborn bitch or witch? <laughs> um, it's strange seeing ashtrays. Like <laughs> yeah. they have ashtrays all throughout their house. It's really strange. And I don't think they smoke. They don't seem to. I don't think so either. I feel like Darren might smoke a pipe every once in a while, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Scene 13. Yes. Out in the garage, Darren looks at Larry and Mr. Sheldrake with confusion and asks, What did you say? <laughs> Larry says, Well, don't you get it, Darren? Face the space age with Sheldrake sausages. Mr. Sheldrake excitedly yells, Yeah, and what better symbol can we use than this car? The car of the future. Why, it's perfect. Darren awkwardly mumbles, But, mm, I mean, what I'm saying is, um, Larry, who's getting too old for this shit, <laughs> cuts to the chase and asks, what are you trying to say? Oh, damn. Darren says, I oh, know. Darren says, well, uh, since you asked, I'm not sure that the car is the right symbol. Mr. Sheldrake, hmm. shocked to hear this, says, Stevens, believe me, I'll make this the most photographed car in the country. Darren, worried as fuck, says, I'll go further. I'm positive it's the wrong symbol. Damn. Uh-huh. Larry awkwardly chuckles as he says, 
You see, Mr. Sheldrake, when you deal with McMahon and Tate, you're not buying yourself a lot of yes men. This boy's got real integrity. Mr. Sheldrake, not happy to hear this, furrows his brow. Larry pulls Darren aside by the arm and whispers, What are you trying to do, sabotage the account? Look what you <laughs> did, you little jerk. <laughs> Larry then moves Darren back in front of Mr. Sheldrake and goes on. Well, now that we've had a chance to think it over, Darren, tell the truth. Sheldrake's idea has real magic in it. Right, Darren? <laughs> and Darren, still feeling awkward, especially since Larry literally still has him by the arm, says, Right. Mr. Sheldrake smiles at the compliment. Darren jumps in. That's why I'm against it. Sheldrake's <laughs> smile quickly turns to a frown. I mean, what, the, what if he doesn't want to be away from his new car? What the hell? Like he's supposed <laughs> to just give up his car for some ad campaign? Fuck that. Yeah. That's irritating. Well, and the thing, the bigger question is, I don't see how they can even use the car for the campaign. Darren doesn't own the car or he didn't build it, you know? Right. You'd have to be approved by the manufacturer. Like, this makes no sense. You know? Well, not really. Like, if, if somebody came for an ad campaign, they're like, hey, well, we, we want to use your Forerunner. Like, I don't need Toyota's permission to use my Forerunner. I bought it. But they're trying to make it the face of the company kind of a thing. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. I mean, not just using it driving down the road, but I mean, right. I don't know. You can't really do that. I don't know. Hmm. Well, no, I'll be. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Because even in movies, when they feature a car, it's sponsored by the company. Hmm. No. Like, what's that one that you like? The one that you're really into that's got the 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 um, werewolves and the the um, vampires, the, the sparkle in the sun. Are you talking about Twilight? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You don't want anybody to know you're into that. But in that <laughs> one, um, in that one, no, aren't I did they, read the books. Let's go back to this. No, don't gloss over it. I read the <laughs> books before the first movie came out and I only saw like the first two movies, I think. And that's it. It's funny how you knew what the shit that, what, what that shit was though. Um, <laughs> but apparently they drive a certain type of car in that movie, but again, they're sponsored. So that's, I don't even remember. It's okay. You, man, you, you ain't got to pretend like you're into it. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the books. The books were good. Okay. Scene 14. Just then, Sam walks out of the door and calls out Darren. Darren excuses himself from the gentleman in the garage and meets up with Sam in the front yard. He runs up and asks, any luck? Sam says, no, I'm afraid not. Darren asks, why is she being so stubborn? Doesn't she realize the terrible spot I'm in? Darren thinks about it for a second and says... You see that? I answered my own question. Sam says, Darren, that's not quite fair. Mother just didn't stop and think of the consequences. Darren says, Sam, one of the consequences is breathing down my neck right now. Mm. The client wants to use the car as part of his advertising campaign. Sam says, oh, my stars. <laughs> well, I well just refuse. It's your car. Mm. Darren mocks. That's just what you sound like. <laughs> No, he didn't say that. Darren, Darren says, what? Sam, trying to rephrase, says, well, it's in your custody. Darren, about to lose his shit, crosses his arms and says, Sam, I'm going to be in custody if you don't contact your mother. <laughs> Sam tries to think of a plan. She says, if she won't come back, there's only one thing I can do. I'll have to go find her. <laughs> Darren asks, all the way in New Orleans? Sam says, <laughs> you're not thinking fourth dimensionally. <laughs> I'll only be gone for a few minutes. 
Darren says, I don't know if I should. I mean, it's Mardi Gras and you'll probably have to take your top off a few times for some mm. beads. And mm. I just, I just don't think, but just then Larry and Mr. Sheldrake are heard coming their way. Sam says, here they come. Darren says, have a nice trip. Sam snaps away to Mardi Gras, but then quickly pops back to get a quick goodbye kiss and then pops away again. Uh, when Darren said the line, um, cause she's like, well, it's in your custody. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. like, well, I'm going to be in custody, but you know, that whole line. Yeah. And once he said that, he was like, that's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty that was good. good. I bet that hurt her feelings. I bet yeah, she was like, oh, shit, she's such a man right now. I fucking thought that shit quick, dude. Hell yeah. She's in custody, and I was like, fucking, I'm going to be fucking in custody. Hell yeah. That's what I'm going to be. Fuck. And she's like, hell yeah, you have that nice car, and you're so manly right now and shit. I know. She's yeah. Like, and he's going to go to Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you can really tell my mom off if you really wanted to. That'd be so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Why did why did she snap her fingers instead of wiggling her nose? She does both. Oh, does she? Oh, because she did like some like like Olay kind of well like, like motion to snap away. She always snaps away. But if she's gonna like make like this cup float across the room, then it's a wiggle the nose thing. Okay, all right. Yeah. It's changing it up a little. I see. Let's see what she's doing there. Mm-hmm. What are, does she think she like shakes her ass for anything? Mm. Wow. Sorry. I have no idea. Anyway. Scene 15. After Sam pops away, Larry and Mr. Sheldrake walk over as Larry says, Look, Darren, I know what's bothering you. Darren asks, You do? Larry goes on, (laughs) Sure. You know that my wife's a witch and that she stole us from Detroit? (laughs) Um, no. (laughs) What? Uh, Larry goes on, sure, you just got the car, it's brand new, and naturally you're concerned about our using it. Mr. Sheldrake adds, yes, it's perfectly understandable. Darren says, well, as a matter of fact, but Larry cuts him off, so let's drop the matter for now, and maybe, well, later on, we'll see, huh? Darren pats Larry on the back and says, well, thanks, Larry. Hmm. Just then, Mr. Sheldrake clears his throat as to remind Larry of something. Larry says, oh, uh, Mr. Sheldrake has just one little request. Darren smiles and looks at Mr. Sheldrake. Sheldrake asks, could I drive it around the block? Hmm? Darren quickly shouts in his face, no! (laughs) (laughs) And then realizes what he has just done and then quickly calms down and says softly, "Um, no. Mr. Sheldrake awkwardly adjusts his tie. Man, that's that's freaking bold, man. Like he's never even met the guy, has he? And this is the first time they're meeting? No, we've met before. But still, like, I mean, I wouldn't even ask you, hey man, can I let me take that new car for a spin? I wouldn't even ask you. Like, let alone some dude I work with. Like, hey, I know you got a brand new car and it's like $150,000, but come on, man, let me take it for a spin. Like the fuck no. <laughs> I love Dick York's face. He makes the faces he makes are hilarious. Mm-hmm. He's a good reactor. Hmm? Ah, that's yeah, what you did there. there. He'd be hard to mock too. <laughs> I bet in real life, I bet he's got a supercar. <laughs> supercar. <laughs> uh, mock too, you get it? Because I do. Yeah. He'd be hard to mock too. Yeah. Yeah, 
I see. I thought of that shit. I was like, damn, it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, good. Jim's gonna make Jimmy's be like, fuck, you're funny. Like, damn, damn, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> 16. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the reactor two lab. Damn, reactor mock two. Oh yeah. Meanwhile, back at the reactor mock two lab, mm. Charlie and Joe sit. <laughs> It's not like you were mocking the way I was saying it. <laughs> oh, you just think meanwhile, I, was, I mocked too. Meanwhile, back at the reactor, mock two lab, and you go nineteen in. <laughs> Charlie and Joe sit. <laughs> Charlie and Joe sit and think about what they're going to do. Joe says, "Fuck this! I quit. I'm starting a musical family group and traveling old shitty bus." <laughs> No, he doesn't say that. <laughs> Charlie, whatever we decide to tell JJ, we have to be in complete agreement. Charlie says, right. Joe goes on. I mean, the important thing is to stick together. Charlie says, right, right. United, we fall and divide. No, United. Joe interrupts and says, forget it. Let's just try to find something we can agree on. Charlie nods his head, and they both get back to thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so glad i mean this scene really added clarity to the whole show like i'm really <laughs> glad this scene was at this was in no way a waste of time at all putting this scene it's, in the show it was always it didn't waste any time it was it added like two more minutes because they needed two more minutes <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason this was in <clears throat> scene 17 back in the house larry once again pulls darren aside away from the client and says okay if that's the way you feel, it's <laughs> your car. And if you don't want Sheldrake to drive it, that's your business. Darren pats him on the back again and says, thank you, Larry, for being so understanding. But Larry goes on. But it's my business to keep our clients happy. And any employee that doesn't cooperate isn't going to stay in my business. Get it? Hmm. And he's like, oh, that felt good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you see the way my he point across. Yeah. You see the way he cowers. Yeah, hell yeah, that means I'm a good boss. That's what he should be. I'm a fucking boss. Hell yeah, that's what he gets for taking a day off, little asshole. Yeah, I know he fucking take a day off. He's gonna work this weekend. <laughs> Darren looks at him in the eye and asks, "Is that a threat?" Oh shit! Larry says, "Call it a promise." Oh shit! Larry then walks off like a motherfucking boss. Oh, damn! Hell yeah! But I don't know where the fuck. <laughs> and, and that's because like, because he is a boss. So he is the boss. Once Larry walks away, <laughs> Darren thinks for a second to weigh his options and then says, uh, Mr. Sheldrake, you want to drive my car? <laughs> Man, I'd be like, fuck that, I quit. <laughs> I mean, you... I don't know. That, this just irritated me. <laughs> like, my note verbatim says, you don't even know that fucking chipmunk-looking douchebag. <laughs> like, it's just irritated me. Like, um... Yeah, I thought it was pretty fucked up the way Larry, like I thought Larry was his friend, you know, he's like threatening him and shit and threatening his job. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, <clears throat> scene 18. 
Hmm. We now cut to Mr. Sheldrake sitting in the driver's seat in the supercar. Supercar. Out in the front of the house. Larry stands on the curb next to Darren as he hands Sheldrake the keys. Darren says, here are the keys, Mr. Sheldrake. Uh, drive slowly. Uh, watch out for the light. Um, um, be very kind to those brakes. They're very tender. Mr. Sheldrake, beaming from ear to ear, raises one hand and says, my boy, I was driving before you were born. Mm-hmm. Yo, okay. They look the same age. <laughs> <laughs> as Mr. Sheldrake puts it in gear, Darren reminds him, just once around the block. Larry says to Darren, I can't bear to watch this. I'm going to go have a double. <laughs> Motherfucker, it was your fault. Like, you're the one that made me do this. Like, <laughs> Larry heads into the house for a couple of shots. Mr. Sheldrake smiles wide as he flips the switch to lower the electric roof. Oh, as shit. Shovel- oh, shit. No, 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 no. What? Hey, what? He's lowering what? the roof. Oh. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I heard... Oh, sorry. As Sheldrake lowers, lowers the roof. Oh, okay. His childlike gaze and wonderment is that of a young boy. He realizes how the water jets feel in a hot tub when it hits his balls on his body. What's it? You know, the kind of like when you, when kind of like when you're in the bathtub and, uh, you know, like one of the, one of the tubby toys brush against, you know, your, your thing. And you're like, whoa. You know, you make it accidentally, quote unquote, happen again. You know what I mean? Or when you're at the DMV and you get bored and so you, you know, go into the bathroom and cut, you know, you cut a hole in your pocket. Well, you have to turn your pocket inside out and cut. Where are you you going with this? What are you doing? Like you've never done it. You were just at the DMV today. (laughs) Where? where, (laughs) But where, where, where is this going? What do you mean? I'm trying to paint a picture as to show Mr. Sheldrake how Mr. Sheldrake felt, you know, watching the electric roof come down. And he was excited. It was a special time. So he looked at it and smiled. Can you just say that? I mean, you've been going on these weird tangents tonight. Fine. Mr. Sheldrake saw the roof come down and he like thought it was cool. Like he was like fucking cool or whatever. Okay. There it is. All right. So anyways, <laughs> as he saw the roof and was like fucking cool or whatever. <laughs> And starts up the engine. Darren watches this with a very <laughs> worried look on his face. Mr. Sheldon puts it in gear, you know, mumbles, this is car's fucking cool or whatever, <laughs> and drives off, squealing the tires in the process. And he's like, fucking cool. This does not make the Ribas homes happy. <laughs> no. <laughs> <sighs> so why didn't Darren just go with him on the drive? Yeah, you can't even do that at a dealership. You can't. Well, you can't at CarMax, but most dealerships they have to drive with you. That obnoxious salesman in the back that won't shut up. <clears throat> I just didn't understand that. Just go with him. Yeah. And what does "watch out for the light" mean? Stoplight. I'm assuming. I don't know. I don't know. He's just like, hey, be careful with the brakes. <laughs> no, no, no. Watch out for the light. Watch out for the tour bus that comes through there because this is really a back lot. Um, <laughs> this guy looks so fucking stupid. Like the way he's all like, <laughs> like looking around and shit. Um, <laughs> But I have the same note. Like, why wouldn't you just go in the car with him? I mean, he's yeah. sitting in the car like, oh, this is fucking cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scene a 19. After Sheldrake drives off, Sam and Dora pop in wearing Mardi Gras beads and streamers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wonder how they got those, Jimmy. From showing their boobs to... Mm-hmm. Have you never been to Mardi Gras? I haven't. Um, but I don't know how that works. Why can't you just say it's cool? <laughs> See how that feels? (laughs) 
when you said that where you're like, damn, it's tongue. Yeah. I've been thinking about that since last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that felt good. <laughs> uh, anyway, Sam says, Darren, we're back. Darren runs over and hugs and kisses Sam as he says, no, I'm jealous. Honey, you found her. And Dora looks at Darren closely through a Mardi Gras mask and says, you don't look too well. (laughs) Darren says, and I have you to thank for it. And Dora shoots back, well, if that's the way you're going to act, I'm going to go right back. And Dora, wait a minute, and Dora, what do you mean? Sorry, Agnes Moorhead. Hell yeah. Sam butts in and says, Mother, please wait. Sam turns to her husband and says, Darren, Mother came all the way from Mardi Gras in New Orleans just to help you. She came all this way. She snapped and was here in a second. (laughs) You know how much energy it takes to snap your fingers? Come on, quit being a dick. (laughs) Sorry, Endora doesn't snap. She like waves her arms. That's true. That takes even more energy. (laughs) (laughs) Endora comments, Don't ask me why. Darren says, all right, I'm sorry. Just put the car back where it belongs, please. Oh, shit. Sam looks at her mother and says, oh, she will. She will. She leans into her husband and says, just don't bug her. And Dora puts her hand on her forehead and closes her eyes like Miss Gomer. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, she's like Agnes Moorhead doesn't like you getting an attitude. (laughs) Darren, losing patience, says, what are you doing? <laughs> Sam says, shh, she has to concentrate. Darren, realizing she's doing the spell, shouts, wait a minute, not now. But just then, Endora waves her arm in the air and brings it down, which makes a flash of smoke and the car disappears. Oh, shit. Along with Mr. Sheldrake still inside. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Sam claps for her mother for a job well done. Darren shouts, what did you do that for? <laughs> What'd you do that for? <laughs> Sam looks over at Darren in confusion and asks, isn't that what you wanted? <laughs> Darren says, no. And Doris coughs and says, he's too much. And then pops away back to Mardi Gras. After Endora leaves, Darren tries to explain the problem. But just then Larry comes out of the house from his double. Darren clams up as Larry asks, isn't Sheldrake back yet? <laughs> Darren says, Larry... I'm afraid he went a little further than we expected mm. into Sam to push the point across. Sam's eyes get wide as she realizes what had just happened. Sam says, oh, my stars. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you had mentioned that she did have beads when they came back or was that a joke? <sighs> okay. You caught me in a fan fiction lie. She didn't have bees, but they were. Did she did? They both had like streamers or whatever on. Because I was, I thought it would be funny if they did have the beads. Because I thought so that would be I. a really funny, like inside joke. Because we all right. know how That's, you get the beads. Yeah, it was kind of my joke. Because they they weren't wearing beads, but they did have streamers. Like they've been like streamers have been but thrown see, on them. The whole bead but, thing that doesn't even work all the time. Because all they did was give me a dirty look. <laughs> <laughs> kept um, flashing your balls and <laughs> no I kept lifting my shirt up and they just kept looking at me and like one guy flipped me off I'm like what is your problem just give me beads <laughs> um, yeah that was my own little fan fiction just cause I wanted to imagine 
But it would have been funny yeah. if like her shirt was all untucked and stuff and she, <laughs> she had like beads around her neck. I don't know. I thought that would be funny. Yeah, it would have been hilarious. I thought that would have been <laughs> low key enough where they could have gotten away with it. <laughs> anyway, scene at 20. Back at the lab, Joe says, so we're in complete agreement, right? Charlie shakes Joe's hand as he says, right. Joe says, you're going to go to Peru and I'm going to take off for Brazil. Charlie <laughs> says, and if anybody asks, we never even heard of the car. Joe punches. We never even heard of each other. Charlie says, right. Hmm. Both men start to head out of the lab and back into the office to leave for their destinations. But then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. the reactor Mach 2 supercar. Supercar. Pops into the lab with Mr. Sheldrake still inside. Mm. Both men just freeze in their tracks. They turn around and see that the car has now returned along with a passenger inside. Oh, shit. As Mr. Sheldrake raises the roof. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Is that, is that the last one? Yeah. Tag. Yes. Good. Okay. Because <clears throat> <laughs> if I can't play gangster rap boss for the full 26 seconds, then <laughs> as, as Mr. Sheldrake lifts, lifts the oh, roof, geez. he yeah. awkwardly waves at the two scientists and says, hi there. Sheldrake's the name. Sausage is my game. <laughs> Hell yeah. And he grabs Hell his crotch. Yeah. No, he doesn't grab his crotch. He grabs the stick. Oh, wait, that's right. That's not porn, is it, Dad? <laughs> the scientists now walk closer to show. <laughs> Hell yeah. Then he put a beat behind it. Ding. The scientists now walk closer to Sheldrake and begin to take off their lab coats. Hell yeah. They're like, you want to do some science experimenting? (laughs) If you know what I mean. Do you want to come on get happy? (laughs) You want to get our engines running? (laughs) You want to check out my hydraulic suspension? Okay. Joe looks over at Charlie and says, Charlie, here's something we can agree on. I won't say anything about this if you don't. Charlie, still in shock, simply says, right. Sheldrick just looks around and smiles awkwardly some more. (laughs) So once again, something happens to a car and people want to leave the country. (laughs) Full house, it was Mexico. Leave it to Beaver was also Mexico. And here it's Peru and Brazil. Hmm. Weird. So I guess the more expensive the car, the further south you go? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so what the, what the hell is wrong with this guy? Like, wouldn't hmm. the, like, I don't, he's just, he seems like some kind of like damn idiot. Like what? <laughs> like he just about? magic, he just magically teleported thousands of miles away. <laughs> yeah. He was driving down a street in a local, in a neighborhood and all of a sudden, poof, he's in a lab. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, shit, I got to push my sausages. Hey, sausages. <laughs> like, what the hell is your problem? What, what is it with you? Uh, he acts like this shit happens to him every day. Um, um, also, wouldn't the car still be moving forward? It would still be in drive. 
It's not going <laughs> to magically be in park just because it transported, uh, transported somewhere. That's true. And he was in the middle of a right-hand turn, too. Right. Mm-hmm. So it should have rolled off of that little platform thing, which is stupid to have it in the first place. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you're, not, you're not wrong. Scene 21. Jeez. Later, back at the house, Larry paces back and forth as Sam nurses Darren, who's lying on the couch with a cold compress. What? <laughs> Sam nurses Darren. <laughs> I didn't know adult men could do that. I thought it was just for babies. <laughs> That's weird. Ooh. I mean, well, you don't, you're not supposed to shame that kind of stuff nowadays, but I just, no, it's just I really strange. I wouldn't shame it. Well, it kind of tastes like dirt. I mean, <laughs> What's so, so funny is like, the women row is like, we need to free the boobies and they, they shouldn't be, you know, we're women power. We should, they shouldn't be hiding it. And, and seriously, like back in the sixties, they were nursing adults. Like in, and men are just like, we're not arguing with you. Like we agree. Right. Like they shouldn't censor that. <laughs> Please put all your boobies on display. Yeah, it's, it's women that don't like it. Not men. It's right. the only thing men are going to have a problem with is, is staring. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Sam nurses Darren. What's that? So, I'm just laughing at your Sam nurses oh, yeah. Darren. It's hot. It's weird. Yeah. Wow. Um, anyway, Darren's lying on the couch with a cold compress on his forehead. forehead. <laughs> Still laughing about that. Sam asks, <laughs> has the pounding gone away? <laughs> Darren's like, if you have to ask, I must not be doing it right. <laughs> the exact wording I was about to say. <laughs> Darren says, oh yeah, it changed to a low thump. Larry <laughs> says, I feel terrible about this. I don't understand. A responsible man, head of a big company, and he just drives off with your car. Sam says, oh, well, Larry, you know these rich men. They're so eccentric. Larry says, but I know how much that car is worth. Sam says, well, Darren isn't worried. Why should you be? Aaron asks, he's not worried? Darren, still with a compress on his head, says, no, I'm sick. (laughs) Just then the phone rings. Sam walks over to the table and answers the phone. She says, hello. No, this is Mrs. Stevens. Oh, Mr. Sheldrake, where are you? (laughs) And this gets the attention of Larry and Darren. Sam goes on, at the airport. Larry begins to walk over to Sam asking, what's he doing there? What about the car? (laughs) Darren grabs his arm and pulls him closer to stop him. Sam goes on, Mr. Sheldrake, there's something I'd like to explain to you, but um, I'm not absolutely sure on how to go. What's that? (laughs) You have. Larry and Darren look at each other in confusion. Sam goes on, you were. You are. (laughs) You is. (laughs) You am. No. Oh, why, Mr. Sheldrake, that sounds wonderful. Yes. All right, bye-bye. Sam hangs up the phone as Larry walks over to her and asks, Well, what is it? What happened? What about the car? Sam says, uh, Well, he, he took a slight detour. You know, like a liar. <laughs> exactly. Larry asks, Just going around the block? <laughs> Sam walks over to Darren and says, He said that someday... When he figured it out for himself, he'd tell you all about it. Larry hmm. exclaims, what? <laughs> Sam sits down next to Darren and says, he also said to go ahead and use the car in the advertising campaign. He has the rights to it. Hmm. Larry, completely flustered, says, but, what, but, 
how did he get them? Sam says, well, it seems he ran into the two men who designed it. Mm. Larry chuckles and says, I don't understand anything about this, but it's okay with me. Larry chuckles some more and goes on. He sure flipped over that car, didn't he? Darren looks at Sam and then back at Larry and says, yeah, he flipped all right. <laughs> Sam adds, oh, he certainly did. Yeah. Which I don't get that. They did like a wink. Like, ah, hey. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Sam says, yeah, he said it's a great experimental car and they'll have no trouble getting it off the ground. Darren looks at his wife with a grin. Sam adds, well, that's what he said. Sam leans in and kisses Darren. Oh, I love the way he, uh, I love the way she shushes Darren boss when she's on the phone. (laughs) She's on the phone. He starts talking. She's like, and puts her finger up. It's like, damn. Um, Also, he just kind (laughs) of, he takes her word for it without any paperwork, without any lawyers, without, (laughs) yes. Did you hear that? We got the deal. Let's just go (laughs) home. Like, wait a minute. That's my point too. Larry's just going to take Sam's word for it to go ahead on this major advertising campaign. (laughs) It's his employee's wife. She has no relation to the client anyway. If lawyers come for the from the car, come asking questions, they'll be like, "No, no, no, it's okay." Darren's wife said it was okay. (laughs) Oh well, shit. If she said it's okay. Well, that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. That was a good one. All right. So this week, since we read a lot of emails last week, we're not yeah. going to read any emails. Okay. But this and week. All right. Then you know what we did here. <laughs> no, we had, there's, there's still stuff to do oh, here. Oh, oh, okay. So remember, we teased last week um, that we're going to listen to some Glenn Glenn audio. We did. Yes. Yes. So uh, looks like we have three clips here to listen oh, to. Oh, shit. We have not previewed these and all. So we have been neglecting Glenn Glenn. We haven't been giving him the, the attention he deserves. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, hear what he has to say. Hey there, guys. Glenn Glenn from Australia again. Thanks again for the shout out. Appreciate it. Uh, of the 31 podcasts that I've got in my phone, uh, you guys are definitely number one. And nice. everyone that I share the podcast with, I explain that the last thing that the podcast is about is the Brady Bunch or Gilligan's Island. So you guys are just <laughs> fucking ridiculously hilarious. Um, <laughs> you mentioned what doesn't resonate uh, from the US to other countries. Mm, Basically, yeah. uh, when I was in primary school and you'd order your lunch, you'd uh, write on a bag what you wanted and put the money. And then at lunchtime, you know, the lunch lady would deliver. And I wrote uh, one bologna sandwich and one soda pop and put in a dollar twenty-five and got back a dollar twenty-five and in red writing the lunch lady wrote this isn't happy days Fonzie so we got no idea what bologna is and what a soda pop is so (laughs) mate loving the show talk to you guys soon oh interesting See, this is what I'm talking about. This guy does his fucking homework. He does, yeah, yeah. He even does like assignments, like when we ask something. <laughs> like, and did you hear that? Like, he even shares the podcast with other people. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. No, it's not just nice. It's fucking nice. Fucking nice. Should we listen to the next one, eh? Huh? Uh, yeah, of course. Right, that's it. Here we go. Hey there, taking Jimmy Glenn Glenn from Australia. I'm just hearing the first ten minutes of the Full House episode. Hmm. And a couple of things have uh, pricked up my ears. Uh-oh. One, what the fuck is a drop bear? 
I've never heard that term. And two, uh, these Australian accents, they're starting to dry my vagina. Uh, maybe if I gave you an example of my American accent, uh, it might teach you guys to never, ever, ever try the Australian accent again. Let's have a go. Um, say Michael Corleone. Uh, every time I'm out, they pull me back in. Or uh, <laughs> Scarface. Uh Make way for the bad. Seriously, guys, if you haven't fucking nicked yourself by now, there's something wrong. Anyway, I love the show. Uh, there was probably free T-shirts. Uh, you know, I'm a 280 pound guy. Call that about 100 kilos in Australian speak. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> so you wow. just know what a drop bear is. <laughs> We're explaining to him what a drop bear is. That's I didn't see that coming. <laughs> see it coming either. The, the first time I had heard about it, I think, was from. Um, Somebody that auditioned for a, a, the film that we were filming, um, <laughs> Brian. I don't know. I don't know where you. We, we had had a, a girl audition that was from Australia. Remember, we had, we had met her at, at the Coca Library. She read the the, the oh, scene. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, <clears throat> And I want to say she's the one that had told us about yeah. the drop bear that that they have. That she is trying to explain to us that they have these bears in trees in Australia called drop bears. <laughs> And they purposely wait for people to walk by and they drop down out of trees and attack people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tishinta so, is who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. I first heard about them <clears throat> years ago. Um, it was actually from some video that uh, Jay and Silent Bob did. And, um, well, oh, okay. not Jay and Silent Bob, but, you know, it was Kevin Smith and uh, Jason right. Hughes. And they, because they just got back from Australia or they spent some time in Australia. And uh, they were talking about drop bears and all kinds of stuff. Right. And they were explaining what it was and how it's just like a, a touristy, like, trap thing kind of a thing. Well, like, and, like w- the ironic thing is we live in Florida, or I live in Florida, tax from Florida. And I, I think people in America feel about Florida the same way they feel about Australia, that they have all these dangerous animals everywhere. And they think the same <laughs> thing about Florida. Yeah. And yeah, the premise of it was, oh, you know what animal, you know, forget the, you know, the, the snakes and forget the, the spiders and forget the box jellyfish and stuff. You need to watch out for the drop bears. That's what you really need to watch out for. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of the premise of it. That's kind of the joke. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> it's like, let's make fun of the Americans kind of a thing. Yeah. Exactly. See yeah, what yeah. they fall for. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's what that that joke is. So. <laughs> so we got one more here from Glenn Glenn. Here we go. Hey there, guys. Just sitting here at the traffic lights in about uh, 40 degree heat, which I think is about oh, 108 Fahrenheit in your speak. Uh, just finished watching <laughs> Ocean's 8, the female version of Ocean's 11, and just heard the... Uh, Leave it to Beaver sketch and just wondering, or not the sketch, the actual program you guys put together. Just wondering if they were to bring out a version called uh, Leave it to Uncircumcised Cock or something. Um, but unfortunately, that probably wouldn't be politically correct these days. So probably just uh, leave it to penis uh, instead of leave it to penis. Anyhow, uh, have a cut and paste uh, little snippet where you guys said that you'd give me a mention on the next show and sent it to about 912 of my closest friends and all of my fucking enemies. Keep it up, guys. See you soon. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, leave it to penis. I like that. I like that idea. <laughs> it is a stupid nickname, Beaver. I don't yeah. know. I guess they didn't mean the same thing back then. Well, it's the same with like growing pains where his friend's name was Boner. 
That's like true. Really? Yeah, well, how back then, a boner was like like an accident. Like, Yeah, but you know how I mean? far like back if, then? Because I remember watching the show while it was on and going, his name was Boner. Like, how are they getting away with that? Right, right. <laughs> Well, because like way back a long time ago, it meant like like yeah, make a mistake, to make a mistake. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was quite a boner. They used to say like, that does in math class. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know they say, um, man, that's quite a boner. And yeah. I go, thank you. I grew up myself. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> that's awesome. Uh, but anyway, Glenn, Glenn, appreciate you sending those. Those are awesome. <laughs> Keep them coming. Um, it can be like a little correspondence reporter from. Yeah, that's what it feels like, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious what 40 degrees Celsius is in Fahrenheit. I don't really know. Um, yeah, we, we don't we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's 104 degrees Fahrenheit. Holy shit! Holy shit! Yeah, that's no joke. Well, it's like summertime there. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's so weird. It's so weird down under. <laughs> no, we're not, we can't do that anymore. Come on, man. You're, you're going to get some trouble. What's he going to do? What's he going to do? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm I just always kidding. thought it'd be neat to experience Christmas in Australia because obviously for them, it's middle of summer. It's not wintertime. And I'm just curious what kind of like, like traditions they have in Australia around yeah. Christmas time, you know, like, and it's, it's weird to say like, man, it sure does get hot up North. Like, it's going to be weird. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I want to go oh, down yeah. south yeah. where it's cooler. You know? Yeah, that's true. It's opposite. Yeah, <laughs> it's hmm, introduction to the opposite sketch. <laughs> no, don't brush that off. That was a good reference. No, I was we thinking. Recently no, I was talking thinking, about that in our Facebook group. But no, I was I was still thinking about temperature differences in Christmas time. So. No, that's true. I was shocked when somebody who was it that brought it up. I want to say it was Ben. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, he's been posting um, a lot. Yeah, anybody that watched. Uh, um, you can't do it on television. Like, yes, <laughs> it's another one of those things. If you know, you know, you know, like it's right up there. It's, it's generation X's version of saved by the bell. Like it was just, it wasn't a very good produced show. <laughs> ah, but uh, I heard that. Yeah. Apparently up in Canada, they have like an annual, like, like expo kind of thing. That's for, um, yeah. you can't do it on television. And like Moosey goes there and, and Kevin goes <laughs> there and, uh, Peter goes or Pete and we went by and David and all all those guys go up there. So. Alistair. Yeah, Alistair. Yeah. <laughs> what That's about cool. uh, Alanis Morissette? Hell no. She's too popular for that shit, man. <laughs> and Lisa, Lisa probably goes up there. But the lady that was on it, the 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 adult, she's still alive and I think she still acts and stuff. I think she runs. I want to <laughs> say I read that she runs a improv group. Hmm. Like I, I think. Interesting. But anyways, yes. Anyways, all right. I do have one thing to read though. Um, no, somebody you did, said you don't. Oh, that's, okay. Wait, is it an email? Nope. Okay, then you're allowed. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yep. So this is not an email. So we have another review on Apple Podcasts. Oh shit! Okay. Mm-hmm. This one is from uh, Julianary. Mm. Oh, that's the name. All right. Okay. And the subject is. Are you ready, Jimmy? I'm ready. More hubcaps. <laughs> it's five stars. It says, "Hell yeah, that's five stars." Oh, oh, you. Oh, no, she says, uh, "You've done it again. Your latest review was spot on, wonderful. Whether it's the Brady Bunch, Gilligan's Island, or Full House, you always manage to take it to the next level <laughs> of hilarity with your signature wit and sarcasm. Love you guys. Oh, it's Julia. 
Julia Cox. Ah, Julia what? Cox. Oh, okay. That's like yeah. Moorhead. <laughs> P.S. I'm glad the hubcaps on Joey's car wasn't damaged. Mm, that's funny. I like that. <laughs> she put that shit in there twice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So in case those of you who, who are, are relatively new listeners, we had said a while back, like, you know, when and if you leave a review, see if you can fit in the word hubcap. Just just see if you can. And she did it not once, but twice. It's awesome. Yep. And we had somebody do it like uh, several, like a month or two ago yeah. also. So yeah. Very cool. <laughs> um, well, we appreciate the audio from Glenn Glenn. And thank Hell you, yeah. Julia Cox, once again for, uh, she's always, uh, we can always count on her too. She's always yeah, right? yeah. really good. That's funny. We appreciate her a lot. Um, <clears throat> but you guys know we did here. Uh, we had a good time tonight. We just love classic television. It's all Hell in the yeah. name of good fun. And also, we would personally like to thank our producers from Patreon, because without you, this couldn't be possible. And of course, mm. we're talking about Ginny and Jim, and hopefully we'll be meeting face-to-face soon. Our besties. Hell yeah. We're going to be besties. <laughs> we're going to be even closer besties after we meet up. <laughs> so hopefully, it'll be soon, sooner than later. I would love to go up there in the wintertime, because I love cold weather. That's probably <laughs> not the safest, but uh, hopefully, it'll be soon. So yeah, I look forward yeah. to that. Hell Yeah. All right, so homework assignments. First one is check out the website at averybradypodcast.com. Number two, do a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and CastBox, and Audible. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Tell two friends about the show, or like Glenn Glenn said, he, uh, he, tell, he even tells his enemies. Hell yeah. Send an email to the show and tell us how you like or dislike the show at averybradypodcast at gmail.com. Join the Facebook group and join on the conversations and all the fun, which there's a lot. At a very Brady Facebook group. If you would like to be a producer, check out the Patreon at www.patreon.com slash a very Brady podcast. Check out our Instagram at a very Brady podcast. Follow us on Facebook and get real time updates. Like, you know, have you ever seen, um, um, you can't do that on television, that kind of stuff. <laughs> if you, if you need locker jokes, locker jokes. Oh my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was I like- don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the 80s version of laughing from like the 60s. Yeah, yeah. Duh, what didn't, do you think's in the burgers? Yeah. Didn't oh, yeah. um, Hee Haw also do like their version of like locker jokes too? I think so, yeah, yeah. yeah. They had like little doors yeah. they opened up. Hey, Zeke, or whatever. And they were like, yeah, I went there. You did. Blah, 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 blah. And then everybody laughed. And then later on, um, you can do it on television, started using like the green screen stuff. And they started doing away with some of the sets in favor of the green screen. That's when I quit watching. I'm like, ah, this is garbage. I can't watch this anymore. Oh, anyway, tangent. Uh, check out our uh, network at theretronetwork.com. Check out the shop with our affiliate link at www.averybradypodcast.com slash shop. Mm-hmm. Check out our T-Public store for merch. Link, link is in the description of this in every episode. And most importantly... Go out there and watch some classic television. Check yes. it out. Watch some Bewitch. Watch some Dennis the Menace. Remember that show? Watch some uh, yeah. the Patty Duke show. Watch some Andy Griffith. Watch some Say by the Bell or Growing Pains or Small Wonder if you're brave enough. <laughs> <laughs> but Jimmy here is going to tell us what you should watch for next week. On the next episode, we look at Happy Days, Season 2, Episode 2, entitled Richie's Car. Mm. Another car episode. What the heck? Wow, that's weird. 
<laughs> Howard Cunningham agrees to buy one of Fonzie's overhaul dragsters as a second family car, but Richie soon discovers that its red color may not be the only reason that the hot rod's hot. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So that's going to be interesting. Happy Days is available to stream on Paramount Plus. <laughs> Just season two, though. So Yeah, only season two. Yeah, so if that's something that we review, this is a good time to talk about this. Um, if that's something we review, we're going to have to buy the box set. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but after next week, what we're going to do is we're going to go on a hiatus. Uh, next week will be the last episode of this season. Um, yep. And then, and then the next episode, we probably need to talk about this at the opening. There's a lot of people aren't listening right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so those of you who are listening, thank you. Kudos. Um, so uh, what we're going to do is after the next episode, it's going to be happy days and we're going to go on hiatus. And then what we would like is for you guys to talk about it. Talk amongst yourselves. Uh, yeah. The amongst <laughs> yourselves, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but let us know uh, through any of our channels kind of what you would like to see and really you have five options really yeah you have full house mm-hmm. um you have leave it to beaver mm-hmm. you have bewitched mm-hmm. happy days or if you kind of like the style of us just mixing it up that's that's totally relevant too which means um, random show random episode yeah. different every week Right. So let us know kind of what you think. And we're going to bring it up earlier in the show, you know, when the rest of the people that aren't listening can hear. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, anything you want to add to No, I think you nailed it. I think you uh, right. yeah. Boom. Yeah. All right. In that case, uh, I've been Jimmy. And I've been Tack. And this has been a very Brady podcast. And we will see you on another Sunshine Day. Keep smoking. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.